Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome, welcome, welcome tonight to Prophetic Grace Network. This is Angela Joy from Southeast Georgia. It is June the 4th, 2023. Glad to see you all on tonight and glad to be able to be here. Praise God. That song uh, really, you know, spoke a lot of things that are going on around me today and I'm sure you've got your own issues that you've had to lay at the feet of Jesus. But no, just like those lyrics say, he's working everything. That's what he says in his word. He's working everything out for our good. And that's encouraging because in the madness, we can find peace and know that with all the voices that are trying to drown out the voice of the Holy Spirit, we know he's writing a special symphony of our life because we're here on assignment. We didn't just happen here. We've been placed here. We've been ordained here by the Father to minister, to walk this thing out, and to help others find their way as well. So glad you're here, and it's an awesome day to be alive. I want to thank you for being a part of what God is doing with Prophetic Grace Network. Uh, We didn't happen to be here by accident or chance. It's ordained and predestined by God that you be a part of what God is doing in the earth through Prophetic Grace Network. And uh, we want to continue to lift up Prophet Randy, uh, his wife Julie, uh, concerning the situation that they're facing and know that God is able. What a powerful time we had um, last week uh, with the prayers that were set up, and we know God hears us. Our prayers are not in vain. And so we want to pray for the ministry uh, team here at Prophetic Grace Network. We know that God is doing something in and through the people that have been assigned here. And you've been assigned here. If you are calling in, you are a part of what God is doing with this network. We need your prayers. I need your prayers. Um, We need you to stand and be strong in the Lord. And understand there is power and might in the things of Jesus. So, so glad that you, we are a body. We're a family, you know. I'm just so awesomely thankful that there's family here. People that I connect with that, you know, go after God like I go after God and and want what God wants, you know, because in our environment and and where we work and who we associate with sometimes, they don't always see things the way we see things. And I'm so glad that there is a people, there uh, is a people that God has raised up that is going after the things of God, uh, and and, and we're on course, and we're on track, and we're in unity and agreement. So praise God. Thank you so much. I covered your prayers tonight. Um, You know, that song really pretty summed it up uh, for my weekend. Uh, Always seems like we're, you know, we're dealing with something. I had a restful weekend had an awesome time at a women's uh, conference yesterday, and uh, it was very, uh, you know, inspiring. Uh, you know, I, I heard a word that uh, let me know that God has placed things in my path right on course for where I'm going, and it was so encouraging. And so um, I want you to stay encouraged. I want you to know that we're running a race. Uh, the pastor uh, went to church today as well, and he was ministering along us running this race. And, you know, we got to realize we got to stay the course, um, you know. And in this course, 
you know, that we're, this race that we're running and we're staying this course, you know, God is doing something in us as we go the course, you know, because we're being trained to, to go through this thing we call life, <laughs> this journey, and we are to endure to the finish. We are enduring to the finish. And in the process of enduring as we walk this thing out, we're actually being trained. We're actually being trained to endure so that we can be transformed into what God wants us and needs us to be. It's just not something that's happening that, you know, we're walking out this, this, this walk, this journey, but we are being trained, and we're trained for endurance so we can finish the race. How many know we got to finish this race, and we're going to finish it well? And in the process of this walk, we're being transformed in the training. You know, like when you have, um, you know, say, for instance, you want to uh, reshape parts of your body. You want to build muscle. You want to lose weight and, and, and tone up. Well, you have to uh, go into training for that, and you have to know that you're on course to do what's necessary to put those things in the in form and in fashion the way you desire them to be. And so you're going to be transformed in the training. We are being transformed in this race of endurance. We're being toned up. Muscles are being built up. We are being, uh, you know, fit, getting fit to endure the race by what we go through. And I know a lot of times we see it as as it's coming at us to destroy us. But this thing, we have to realize it's coming to cause us to be built up, to be toned up, to be made fit to endure the race. You know, when people race, uh, they train for it. Uh, Say you're going to run a marathon. You're going to train for that marathon. And you don't just jump out in the race for a marathon without training. You definitely won't make it, right? You will not make it untrained if you're going to try to run a marathon and you never put your foot out on the pavement and tried to run it off, okay? So it's like we're being trained with what we go through to finish this race and to finish it well. We're being trained to endure by what we go through. And we can have confidence and faith that what we go through, God has ordained it for, what, for us to be fit for the race. Hallelujah. And when you look at it at, in that perspective, you realize, wow, you know, hey, God says there's something better on the other side. And so we just stay the course. We stay the course. How do we stay the course? We're going to stay the course by being in communication with the Father. Because he's going to give us instruction. You know, like when you're being trained or, you know, you're preparing for, like, say, for instance, the marathon I mentioned, a lot of people get a trainer. And that trainer will communicate with them the things they need to know so that they can go through this process and be ready to endure the race. So we communicate with the Father to get the information we need to know through prayer through that communication, and through the word of God to give us what we need that we can make it through the long haul. Hallelujah. You know, there's sometimes along this journey, you know, you feel like it, you're tired, you want to give up, it, it, it's too overwhelming, it's just too much. 
And when we stay in communication with the trainer, hallelujah, when you're doing uh, your workout in the natural, trying to build yourself up so you can be ready for a natural race, you may have a trainer, and they're going to give you instructions. Why? Because some of this they have an understanding of because they've already gone their own race. They've already, you know, done some things that they know what's necessary for you to be fit for the race. So who better would train us for the race than the Father? So we stay in constant communication with the Father. On my page, I've got a little thing that says, always pray on my Facebook page. Always pray. That's what the Word says. Pray without ceasing. And so in order for us to get the information and the instructions on how to run this race well, we've got to stay in communication with the Father. Because he has all of the information we need to make sure we stay the course. And then we need to get in the word and see what the Father has already said about others who have endured the race. There, just realize, there's people before us that have gone on. We know, we know, they've gone on. And it's written about them in the Bible. And that's as an encouragement to let us know if they did it, we can do it. And guess what? We have heavenly bodies. There's a cloud of witnesses that is saying, you can make it. They're, they're ushering us on. They're saying, you can make this. You can do this thing. And so it's exciting to know we're not really alone. We're with God. And he says he will never leave or forsake us. So he's gotten, he's gotten us the instructions we need in his word, and we stay in communication with him for whatever he needs to download and tell us and speak to us and communicate to us. And then also besides that, we're to worship when it looks like it gets really, 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 really hard and you don't even have words to say. You don't even have a prayer to pray, but you can worship and it will clear the atmosphere. I know that personally, that I've been in places that were dark, but when I worship the Lord, when I acknowledge his presence, when I let him know I am believing you, God, and I honor you, God, because you said you are a father that will stick closer than a brother. You're a friend that will stick closer to a brother. You, you, you're going to be there no matter what it looks like. You're not going to kick me to the curb. You're going to stay with me. You're going to stay with me, and you're going to guide me. So I worship you. I honor you. I praise you. I give you glory. I give you honor. And we don't necessarily have to have music on to do it, but music, worship, music creates an atmosphere that invites the presence of God, that he'll just hang out and we can hang out. And so when you just have, you know, don't know what else to do, you pray, you've communicated with God, you've read the word, now let's worship. Let's worship him for his goodness for his mercy, for what he's doing now and what he's done and what he's about to do. We need to worship and honor God. And then we serve God. How do we serve him? By being on the assignment that he has given us in the earth. If he's told you to do something, you need to do it. When we, 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 we show the love of God when we serve others and the body or those who don't know God. Because maybe something you will do will cause them to desire 
to be where you are in Christ or to be with Christ that they may receive the fullness of what he has for them. We serve him so that we can serve others. You know, people do this on, you know, Prophet Randy does it. You know, he's serving us. You know, he gets on, you know, and I just admire how even with all that he's gone through, I would have never known over the past year what was going on because you couldn't tell it because his service remained the same to the people who call in to PGN. His service remained the same to those who were in need of prayer and a word from the Lord or a, some inspirational thing that he might give to them through the leading of the Holy Spirit. He didn't drop the ball. He served even in the chaos, even in the things that he's going through, the pain, you know, the emotional draining, the stress. He served. He didn't know. Didn't have a clue, you know, four nights a week. Didn't stop because he was serving as unto the Lord. And I'll tell you, when you serve as unto the Lord, you get a strength that you don't even know you have. I'm experiencing that right now. Man, let me tell you, all day yesterday, I was in a women's conference, and I was drained. And then I only got a few hours sleep before I got there. And we were there basically most of the day. And so, and then Friday, I, I had stuff to do. So today, you know, I had church and I went, but I'm still like, man, I'm tired. But as soon as I get into position that God has assigned me to, I can feel a strength that I didn't even know was there. God will equip you to give you what you need for the service of the Lord. Hallelujah. And then stewardship. We should be mindful of the things that God gives us and watch over them and do right by them. And that's called good stewardship over your finances, over your families, over what God has given you. You know, don't take it for granted. You know, I, I look around over the years of, of children who've inherited things they didn't work for. <laughs> and, um, you know, their parents uh, may have slaves to get that house for them and to pass it on. And I've seen families where children did not appreciate what was passed on to them. No, no stewardship there. No stewardship. They didn't care. We need to be mindful of what the father has passed on to us. My God, we need to be good stewards of it and let the Father know we appreciate what you've done and what you're doing, and we're going we're gonna to honor that with good stewardship. If I say I've seen in the natural world people were blessed with stuff and they didn't have to work for it, and um, it just fell apart. They, they weren't good stewards of what was given to them. But let us be good stewards of what God has given us. Our finances, our blessings, let's know, let, let us remember it was a blessing from the Lord, and we need to look after it, and we need to maintain it as honor unto the Lord. Honor unto the Lord. Not some fleshly thing, but honor unto the Lord. Thanksgiving unto what God, you know, showing thanksgiving of what God has already done for us. There's nothing wrong with that. God loves us to be good stewards. And then we have to have Christ-likeness. Live a life that reflects that of, of Christ. 
you know, that it won't be any mis- who of who we represent. They won't be able to mistake that we are Christians, that, you know, and, and we know we're not perfect. You know, we make mistakes. And God has let us know when we're quick to repent, God, the blood is more than able. Ah, my God, yes, it is. And so we are to resemble Christ in the earth. You know, the devil's not going to like it. I, I was resembling Christ uh, in the earth the other week when I was out there pleading the blood of Jesus and saying the devil has to go. And people were looking at me like, well, not only did they look at me, they were basically saying, we don't need all of that. You need to go. You need to stop it. Why? You want me to just look at the devil and just pat him on the head and go on about the business? No, that's not what I'm here for. That's not what God put in me. I got something inside of me that rises up every time I sense the enemy is trying to be seen and trying to take over. Yes, something rises up in me, a righteous indignation, like how dare you ha, come in here and think you can rule and reign anything when the blood is against you. My God, I started to plead the blood, and I... My God, I'm not backing down. I will show that I know Christ. And not only do I know him, but he's given me power and authority over the enemy. And then also we want to uh, know that this race is a race. Get us somewhere. And we got to stay the course. We got to stay the course. God has set it up for us to stay the course. He's given the tools that we need to stay the course. He's given us communication with him that when we feel troubled and we don't know what to do and where to go, we talk to our father. Hallelujah. And we have Jesus as our advocate. He's our mediator. He is standing there. My God, as our attorney, yes, Lord, and we're standing before the righteous judge and Jesus's blood is there as a testimony that is already taken care of. So we need to communicate with the Father. We need to go to him and let him know what's going on and what we need from him. My God. And always, always stay in the word. The word, God will take you to the word, and he'll show you things in the word. And we need to worship God and serve him through the works that he gives us to do. Like we put our hands to the plow, we don't take it off because that's what God has given us do here as a servant in the earth for him. And be good stewardship. Be mindful of how you take care of what God has given you to be a steward over. It's important. God sees it. And, you know, I've, I've often heard, you know, even my mom and older people that say, you know, you take care of what you got. You know, back in the day, it was just like you just take care of what you've been given. And be mindful and be thankful. And we will be Christ-like in the earth. And we're going to stay this course. So anyway, hallelujah, I just gave that out to you today because, I, man, it was given to me. Not quite like that, but um, I, I, I used it in a way that um, I know God is, is wanting me to present it tonight. Bear with me. looks like something happened to my screen, and I hope you're still there because something just happened. Hold on a second. Let's go back and see if you're still there. 
you went away on the screen. And let's see what's going on here. Oh, my, my, my. think you're still there. I still see the sign. Bear with me. I just need to get back to the board so I can see the callers. I don't see the callers. Oh, there they are. All right. I want to make sure you all were still there. All right. Well, play another song, and then we'll be back um, to take calls. And I just want to let you know, um, God, he's doing something. And um, he's always doing something. So we just be ready, be prepared. Just know that God, what it is you're going through. So we're going to be praying with you tonight. And uh, if you're listening by Internet, go ahead and give us a call if you want to call in at 319-527-6027. That's 319-527-6027. You're going to press 1 if you want to be in the prayer queue, and uh, I'll be happy to pray with you. And also, you can call in if you want, and uh, we'll be happy to uh, talk uh, to pray for your needs if you want to text. Hold on one second. I'm trying to get my phone back on here. I hope everybody's had a great week. God is is good. He really is. All right. So anyway, my phone's back. So if you want to call in, uh, like I said, it was three one nine five two seven six zero two seven. Press one. If you want to send a text. Let me know you're there or you have a prayer uh, request you want to just send through. That's 214-505-8719. That's 214-505-8719. So we're going to go ahead and play a song, and I will be back with you in just a bit.
It's not steeples, it's not crosses made of gold. It's not just sentimental stories that have been pressed down from old. It's not religion or tradition that can save the souls of man. It took the sinless blood of one holy lamb. It's all about the blood. It's all about Calvary. It's all about mercy flowing down. And all the Redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. In Colossians 1.14, it lets us know that. And um, let us pray. Father, we just thank you for the blood. We thank you, Lord, that 
no matter what it is they're up against. We have authority and we have power to fight to plead the blood. There's power in the blood. There's healing in the blood. There's forgiveness in the blood. That's salvation and wholeness in the blood. And so, Lord, tonight we come and we acknowledge you. We thank you, Lord, that you've equipped us for this race. And the race was already laid out for us. And the blood will make a way. As we press in, press on, because of the precious blood of Jesus. So, Lord, as we come before your court tonight, we repent of all our sins that will seek to seek us, deny us our destiny in you. <clears throat> we surrender and we ask for the blood of Jesus to speak in our behalf before your court. And we agree that the blood is saying what the blood is saying about us. And I ask that this court will, re- will render a decision based on the testimony of the blood in our behalf. Restore us to the purpose of destiny for which we were made. I declare before the court that I am redeemed. We are redeemed and brought back to your purpose for us. And nothing is lost because of the blood. I'm restored. We are restored. We're found and alive again to do what you've been we've been created to do. We thank you for that and the power of the blood. Well, praise God. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and we look forward to talking to you tonight. Thank you for the strength of God that, you know, has shown up to help me uh, do what he's called me to do tonight. And let me get your something to write here with so that I can start taking calls. Pray that everyone is well and has had a blessed weekend. All right, so we're going to go ahead and start with our first caller. Um, We're going to move according to how the Spirit leads and directs and um, get moving tonight. All right, we're going to go ahead and start with um, going to be 251-342. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Two five one three four two. Angela Joyce Latrice from Alabama. Hello, Latrice. Hold on a moment, Latrice. Hey. I gotta do something. I'll be right. And I got all worked up in here, Latrice, and Uh-oh. I, I got a little fire up in here. I am hot. Come on now. God don't need no I matches. <laughs> fire all by himself. I know, and I turn off the air, and I'm like, oh, it's cool in here. And I'm like, Woo, I felt the fire of God just come on in here, and I was like, okay. Come on now. <laughs> Praise God. Well, let's pray for you, Latrice. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We just thank you, Father, for 
Latrice tonight from Alabama. Uh, we just thank you, Lord, crowned with your glory. Hallelujah. As I was talking, Latrice, I saw like a crown placed on you. Uh, uh, Hallelujah. A, a crown representing, I sense, the glory of God that that eludes from you. And, and, and it's almost like I want to say it eludes from you so that you will be understood and it will be recognized that Thank you're you, connected Lord. with the Father. I mean, and he's crowned you, hallelujah, with some hallelujah. The glory and that where you go and you wear this crown, it's not going to be, you know, it's a spiritual thing, but it's almost like the enemy's going to know she's been crowned by the Father for favor, mm-hmm. for things to, uh, to manifest because she's walking with the, the anointing, the thing that God has placed on her that will open doors and will, she'll be recognized by the, because of the spirit of God that's on you, Latrice. And so that's what Thank I saw. I saw crowned with, like, the glory, the presence of God. There will be no mistakes. Uh, no one will be able to mistake that of who you are. Because it's going to, you know, like when a queen walks into a room, I mean, you, you know, yeah. you know situation, there, nobody's going to uh, not understand she's crowned. That's, that's the queen there. That's cro- she's crowned. And so it's almost like God is crowning you so that there will be no mistaking of who you are in God. Glory. And that, they, that the enemy will have to take notice and he'll have to understand the authority that you're walking in. So, Lord, I thank you tonight for that. I thank you, Lord, for blessing my sister, for crowning her with your favor, with your witness, that no devil is able to recognize who she is in God. And we just thank you for that in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. That was a mighty word. Uh, It was awesome. I received that word. Amen. Much like the one I got today at church. It is well, just awesome. He's an on time God. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, he and is. I no? thank you for that, Angela Joy. And we do you tell are the Lord welcome. thank you. Well, yes, we got to thank you together. Amen. <laughs> Yes, we're gonna thank you. I thank you, but I'm gonna have to get off and I'm believing God that I have a a caller should be on the line. Uh three one three from Michigan. I'm gonna uh prayerfully she'll get on. But I'm gonna have to get off because I gotta get up the road in the morning. But thank you so much and I love you. You be blessed. Love you too. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Right, Bye. Amen. That was a good word. Yeah, I'll take that, too. You know, hey, what can we say? All right, well, let's go on to our next caller. Hallelujah. I'll pray my strength in the Lord, as the people would say. It's been a long day. All right, so we're going to um, 734-672. And it's Angela Joy. Who am I speaking with? Hello, are you there? Seven three four six seven two. 
I don't know what's going on. Let me click off and then click back on. 734-672, are you there? Well, nobody's answering. So I'm going to come back. I'll just come back to that, put a check here. All right, let's go on to 504-282. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hello, this is Nicole from Louisiana. Hi, Nicole from Louisiana. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Glad you called in. And um, let's just pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for Nicole from Louisiana. Um, I just heard the word property. I don't know what that means. So, Lord, I don't know whatever property may I don't know if it means like, you know, physical property or, or property, you know, how we call things property. But, Lord, we just thank you for whatever belongs to Nicole, that she will have the access to it uh, and whatever that you have planned for her or whatever she has had maybe even misused or taken from her. And like I said, Nicole, I'm not knowing if it's physical property per se, like land or just property. Like people say, that's my property, you know, that's my stuff. But I just heard the word property. And so, Lord, we just thank you that whatever that has been taken from her or whatever it is she's supposed to have, Lord, we thank you, Lord, that doors are opening and that the 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 locks, I see locks, will be taken off of things that actually belong to her. And it's almost like you don't even have to have the, the key to unlock. These locks are coming off automatically because it already belongs to you. So it's almost like it, 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 it's open to you. It's open. It's being open to you, unlocked to you. And so, Lord, we thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, that whatever she has had desires for, that she's been looking to you for, that she has been petitioning you for, that it's being unlocked for her in the name of Jesus. And we give you glory for it, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So what's going on, Nicole? Thank you, Jesus. Um, it's I'm, I'm doing well, um, I would say. I've just been just really praying to God for, um, I guess, in regards to relationships and, um, you know, just believing God for for marriage. It's been a long time coming. I'm, I'll be 35 next week. Well, two weeks from now. <laughs> so um, <laughs> not that an age has anything to do with it, but, you know, our biological clock yeah. is picky. Uh, <laughs> so um, I've been believing God for, for marriage for quite some time. So, um, you know, I, I believe that um, that's one of the things that I believe God is, is going to unlock for me. Um, and Praise so God. I believe that word is confirmation for me. So I receive that. Um, Amen. Amen. But well, you know, that, like I saw. Um, go ahead. No, go ahead. Other than that, God has been good um, in many other areas of my life. Um, they've all been just blessed abundantly by God. So I'm just grateful for, for what he has been doing in, in other areas of my life. 
That's so awesome, so awesome. And, you know, it's um, – and so when you think about it and you know what God has already done, you know, you can walk in confidence of what God is going to do. I mean, um, Amen. like I said, I just – I saw locks, you know, just coming off. So, like, things that – like I said, I didn't really think so much it was, like, physical, like, land property, but whatever we we believe is ours is supposed to be ours, that that's – that belongs to me. And, you know, if you've been petitioning the Father for anything, you know, that you believe belongs to you, then I just saw these locks coming off, you know. And so, Lord, we just stand in agreement with Nicole concerning everything that she has petitioned you for. As I had said, you petitioned God. And these things are unlocking because the Father desires to give you the desires of your heart. So, Lord, we stand in agreement with her tonight. We thank you, Lord, that you are a good God, you are a faithful God, and you desire to bless us. You desire that we walk in fullness and the wholeness of what you have for us. And, Lord, we thank you for those locks, those things that, you know, she didn't have to force them. She didn't have to come there saying, hey, I got this key. I'm No, as you approach, the locks just clicked off. And so, Lord, we thank you, Lord, thank that you. she will rightfully walk in with an uh, with an understanding it's already mine i have this and i thank you for it and i uh, and i just feel led to tell you just begin to thank the father for whatever it is you have petitioned him for because that's the key that oh my god that is thank the key. you that's why you, you there was no physical key needed because as you begin to thank God and praise him and give him glory for what even the things you haven't even yet seen, the lock will just open up the key. The key is your, your gratitude and, and your thankfulness and, and your, your, your faith that God is giving you what you need and he's going to just unlock it because you already have the key. You already have it. And all you have to do is just release the praise and the thanksgiving for it. And it's done. So, Lord, we thank you for Amen. that. We give you glory and honor, and we just, you know, just lift you up. And, you know, I was thinking, I was like, that's kind of weird. You know, because usually you say something about a lot. You know, you say, oh, I see you have a key. There was no key, but I believe your praise, your worship, your honor unto the Lord will cause the lock to just flip right over. It'll just open up. It'll just clip off. It, it'll just open. Amen. You know? Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank your praise you and your worship and your thanksgiving is the key. It is Amen. the key for what God wants to give you. Well, hallelujah. Anything Thank else? Thank you, Jesus. Um, Melissa, I would just say just um, continued uh, favor and authority in my work as I, I work with people that have disabilities and um, Mm -hmm. mental illness that just God gives me, you know, the anointing keeps me um, anointed as I work and and try to help deliver these folks. Oh, I understand. I work with, um, in mental health for about four, four years, four or five years. Let's see, 2018. Yeah, for about, you know, about four years. And I worked with people who um, had, um, you know, mental disabilities. And I, for one part of the job connected with that agency, I did um, crisis counseling 
Mm-hmm. And um, I was on call 24-7. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I would get home sometimes and I'd get in the bed and two hours later, oh, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. You got to come down to the hospital because, you know, we got somebody they brought in, you know, 10, 13 or something. Or, um, and one day I worked from like 12 noon until I think I went home at 7, got something to eat and came back. And I was there until like 5 o'clock the next morning with people just back to back, you know. And it would take me about three mm-hmm. hours to like process their paperwork and to try to find a facility for them. And, um, you know, so, I mean, I and I had kids, I mean, someone as young as eight years old, uh, you know, yeah. that was there uh, with, you know, the, told the mother he was going to set the house on fire and burn them all up, you know, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I remember telling Prophet Randy, I was able to discern when I walked into the room what kind of spirit I was dealing with, you know, like whether it was, you know. Yes. You know, I'm sure you understand what I'm talking about. And, mm-hmm. um, I understand exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so, I mean, and I was I was definitely on assignment with that position. Um, I can remember one time I, uh, I think Prophet Randy had given me a word about, you know, like people like waking up, you know, like, you know, they, it would be like you, you walked in the room to assess them and they, they woke up. And I remember Right after that, I it was a girl who uh, was um, had been uh, brought to the hospital, and she was in the room, and there was another lady in there with her who had, um, I guess, assisted with getting her to the hospital for help. And um, when I walked in the room and I said something to her, she, like, her face, like, I was thinking it was my imagination. And the other lady in the room who was there, she said, I said, did you see that? When she woke up and she looked at me and I began to talk to her, it's like she came alive, like her face lit up. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, am I seeing something here? And this lady said, no, I saw that too. So, I mean, I knew when I was doing that, I was definitely on assignment. And I sense to tell you that as well, that you that is an assignment that you have. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, praise God, and I thank God mm-hmm. for using you uh, to to touch the lives that He's going to uh, place in your path that need more than just uh, some chemicals, but they need the presence of the Holy Spirit to come in there. Amen. So Lord, we just we just bless her for that. We just speak uh, blessings over that, and we thank you, Lord, for using Nicole mightily, that, Lord, when she walks in the room, it'll be like at times a light bulb will just come on because the presence of God, my God, hallelujah, will be coming, uh, ushered in there with her to cause them to come out of darkness into your light. My God, glory be to God. Thank you, Lord, as you continue to touch her, that she will touch others who will come out of darkness into your marvelous light. Hallelujah. Because that's what we're supposed to do, Nicole. We're supposed to actually walk into places and the atmosphere is supposed to shift. It's supposed to change. Amen. You know, that's what happened when Jesus, you know, he walked the earth. He could walk into places and the devil, well, they said it in the word. They knew who he was. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They knew who he was. And that's how we're supposed to be. We're to, we're to walk into places and the devil recognizes like, hmm, you know, 
Mm, yeah, yeah. Amen. And, or people will just immediately who've been crying out for help and deliverance will just snap up out of it. I saw it happen with my own eyes. I mean, I saw it happen. Amen. And so I thank you, God, that you'll use her and um, you'll have her touch lives for your glory and that they'll they'll see Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Thank Amen. you, Jesus. That's awesome. Mm. Amen. Yes. Give her faith. Thank you, Give her faith. Thank you, Jesus. You're welcome. All right, Amen. then. Anything God else? Bless you. No, that's it. Thank you so much. God bless you, woman of God. Well, thank you, and you have a blessed week, Nicole, and we look forward to talking to you again. You too. I certainly look forward to it as well. All right, then. Have a great one. All right, good night. You too. Good night. Amen. Bear with me, y'all. I've got to see if another, anybody sent a message. Let's see. No, just something happened to my phone. All right. Okay, so we're going to go back here to um, the call that I didn't get anybody answered. Let's go back to 734-672. Are you there? Hey, Angela Joy, it's Jennifer from Michigan. Hi, Jennifer, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I am good. Um, praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah, <Yes>. praise God. <laughs> I'm so, you know, so much going on lately, but thank mm-hmm. God that he is still faithful. He's still faithful. Mm-hmm. But let's pray for you, Jennifer, then we can talk a bit. Lord, we just thank you for Jennifer. We thank you for the path that you had her on. And we thank you, Lord, for, you know, I, I just sense to tell you, Jennifer, it's like, um, God just wants you to know that, you know, it's almost like all the things that you've gone through and, and what you're dealing with and whatever is happening now, it's almost like I sense that God wants to tell you just look at your past, the past things that he's brought you through as a memorial and focus in on how faithful God has been and that whenever the enemy tries to mess with you in any kind of kind of way, you know, whether it be, you know, in your body or, you know, whatever you're going through in your home or your family or whatever. It's almost like I want to sense to tell you those are things that God wants you, and I see, like, you throwing it up in the devil's face. <laughs> Glory be to God. Like, just remember the things that God has brought you through and God is doing for you, and when the enemy comes to taunt or, or tease it's almost like I see like a bucket <laughs> where you just say, take this devil and just toss it in his face. Shut up. And so, Lord, we just thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, that she will have such a confidence and such a, an understanding of who God is and what he's done and what he's doing. It's almost like, how dare you come and say something against the God that I serve that brought me through this and taking me through that and is doing this and is doing this. Here, take this devil and get out of my face. So, Lord, we just thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, that she's walking with a confidence of knowing that God is with her. 
And that no matter what comes up, that's just a strategy. It's almost like it's with the word, of course, that you're going to throw stuff up in the space. But in the natural, I just saw like, you know, like let me just throw this in your face. Shut your mouth, you know. And I, I want, I'm, I'm tempted to say, you know, when something like that happens, say, for instance, you're standing somewhere and you're just talking to somebody and they're, you're speaking what you want to speak, and all of a sudden out of nowhere they just toss some water in you or, or throw something. <laughs> well, I won't throw it, but, like, throw something at, on you. you. You'll be, like, taken aback. Like, so it's almost like I sense this as the devil will be taken aback by you being so bold. So Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for the boldness that she is uh, going to have and is developing through the things that she's gone through, the things that she's, she's experiencing, that she will have such a boldness, like, not taking anymore. Take this, devil. Get out of my face, you know? Because that, that that's a shocking thing when somebody throws something at you. I mean, you don't even see it coming. I think the devil will be, like, just shocked, like, ooh, wow, you know? This girl has nothing to play with. So, Lord, we just thank you for Jennifer. We thank you for her walk. We thank you for that tenacity and And we thank you for the blood, Jesus, that covers her. And we give you glory in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Are you there? Are you there, Jennifer? Oh, yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay, yeah, I was breaking up there for a second, but yes, amen. Thank you. Yeah, there's been yeah, were you, a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you were you able to hear me? Yes, I did hear you. It was just towards the end when you were ending the prayer. Oh, okay. Okay. So yes. a lot going yes. on. Yes, a lot going on and so yeah, spot on with the word as always and yeah, just uh it's encouraging, you know, it's really encouraging. It's just been a, a rough, you know, rough few months, but it's okay. God is faithful. It's okay. God is good. Mm-hmm. That's right. And, you know, and like I said, when the enemy comes to taunt you and to mm-hmm. try to, you know, make you feel some sort of way about something, that's just what I saw. It was like I saw, like, you know, enemy, like, Haunting you, and then you're like, I don't have to take this anymore. I already know who God is. Get out of my face. You know, just throw a word at him. Up. Throw something at him. Just take him aback like he didn't expect it. Because it's almost like I, I don't know, want to, I don't know. It's like I sense that maybe the enemy thinks you're really paying attention to what he's saying and taking note of it. And he, just, let's just surprise him and let him know you, you know your God. And you know who he is and what he'll do for you. You don't have to take that mm-hmm. mess. Mm-hmm. Hold on to your faith. Have the tenacity to stay the course. Stay in the word. Worship. As I, I don't know if you heard what I was saying at the beginning of the program, you know, the things that, how we run the course. You know, we're going to stay the course mm-hmm. because... We're going to stay in communication with the Father. We're going to talk with him so he can give us some instruction. We're going to stay in the word because he's going to show us stuff in the word. We're going to worship, drive the enemy out, 
and, you know, when he taunts us, just throw that thing back up in his face. You know, get out of here and and, and, and just blast it. Because and I, I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I just feel like I want to say the enemy thinks that he's kind of got a, a foot in, you know. So when you get a little more aggressive with the skills and the strategies that God's going to give you and is giving you, it's going to take him aback. He's, he's going to be thrown off. And when he gets thrown off, then you're going to be able to move in into where God is taking you. So we just thank God for it. We give him glory. See, the enemy, he watches us. And the Lord had to remind me of that recently. You know, he watches us, and he takes note of us, and he notices how we react to certain things. And then he almost, he always knows basically by watching us what to press or how to press our buttons, and he even has it laid out how we normally react. But let's just take him by surprise and not, not react or respond to him the way he's accustomed to us being uh, responding to him. And I believe you're going to throw him off course. He's going to be able to, like, take a seat. He's going to have to back up. So, Lord, we just thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, as you continue to um, encourage my sister. You in, continue to just endow her with, with strength from on high, God, that she will gain strength from on high from you supernaturally to continue and to to walk this thing out and believe by faith that she will receive what you have for her. And, Lord, I thank you, Lord, even in the journey that the weariness has come, that she will give her uh, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, God, and that she will begin to praise her way into a place of peace and, and, and assurance that God is definitely taking care of business for her. So we thank you for that, and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Anything Thank you, you want to share? Yeah. Anything you want to share? Um, you know, I was just going to ask if you could pray um, there. So we're in the process. We're trying to relocate to a different state to be near some family. And um, mm-hmm. there was there was a home that we thought was from the Lord and then it it ended up it's not from him we don't have peace about it so um, just a prayer because we're, we need to find the right home and we're just waiting on the Lord to to do that so mm, okay okay yeah that's yeah because you've been kind of dealing with that for a while now a very long time, so yes, it's um, yeah, yeah. You've yeah. been dealing, yeah, you've been dealing that. So, uh, yeah. All right. So, what state are you trying to move to, or where are you trying to move to? Like, what state? Um, Indiana. Oh, okay, Indiana. Yeah. And so, there's family mm-hmm. there. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's family, okay. and then there's a um a ministry, also. Um, that okay. we um, have been asked to get involved with. So, well, praise God. Well, Lord, yeah. you heard the petition. You know the need. You know what's needed to bring this thing to pass. So, Lord, we just present it to you, and we just stand in agreement with Jennifer concerning this move. Um, those who are on here, let's just pray. Let's believe as a body, as 
brothers and sisters in Christ, that the will of God will be done concerning this move. And, Lord, we know that where doors may seem to be closed, you can miraculously open them without a problem. Why? Because you're God. Mm -hmm. And so, Lord, we thank you as we bring this petition to you with expectation that you are going to do whatever is necessary to you need to do to relocate them where they and your will has lined them up to be. We thank you that your will will be done in this situation and that when your will is in place, the enemy can't come against the will of God, not when we are in agreement. And we're two or three in agreement, we can know that the will of the Father shall be done in Jesus' name. We believe mm-hmm. it, we claim it, we stand on it, because that's what the word says, and we believe it. So, Lord, we thank you that she has been strengthened and that she will be empowered, that anytime the enemy comes to try to nag at her about something, that she will shut his mouth and let the enemy know she's standing on the word of God. He's faithful and his will shall be done concerning her and her family. In Jesus' name, we decree it, we declare it, and we stand with her in agreement that the will of the Father shall come to pass. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Glory be to God. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of makes sense with you know, kind of the word that, you know, God wanted you to remind the enemy, hey, God did this for me, and he did it before, and he did this, and he did that. Mm-hmm. It's like you're going to just pour a bucket of water in his face every time he tries to come up. And I think he'll get a little weary of you slamming him when he keeps trying to slam you. Ah, glory be to God. It, it, you know, like, because sometimes, I, I'll be honest with you, sometimes, you know, the enemy comes, and, you know, I might, listen, I might give him a ear, you know, for a little bit. We're not having any of that anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're right. not having any of that anymore. <laughs> as soon as you approach, as soon as I sense mm-hmm. that you're trying to bring something into my, uh, my presence, into the presence of God, where I reside, you got to go. No, no, mm-hmm. we're not taking yeah. any of this. As soon as I even sense that there's something going on that's contrary to the word of God, I'm going to remind you, devil, that's not the way this is going to work. Hallelujah. And so mm-hmm. sometimes when I know when I'm like that, it just seems like the enemy just feels like, oh, he can bombard now because he knows that I'm kind of just paying and giving him an ear. But when he feels, when he figures out I'm not going to just continue to give him an ear, he's going to back up. He's going to get tired of being slammed with the word. He's going to be tired of being, you know, the word coming at him, slamming him, and me walking in the authority and the power that God has given me to walk in. He'll get a little weary of that and back off. So we thank you for that. We thank you for her boldness. We thank you for her rising up into a new place of authority where she is moving and active into the things of God that will cause the enemy to be paralyzed in the name of Jesus. He won't be able to do a thing. (laughs) Glory be to God. Give her that, God, that she will rise up and what she sends out of her mouth, the word, the sword, it will paralyze the strategies and the plot of the enemy in Jesus' name. He won't be able to make a move. Glory be to God. Mm -hmm. Girl, walk around like you know who you are. (laughs) 
glory mm-hmm. be to God. Yes. And remind the enemy, <laughs> I know who I am. I, and I know mm-hmm. what God has already done. And I know he's able. And as long as it lines up to the will of the Father, it's mine. Get out of here, mm-hmm. devil. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. Empower yeah. her, Lord. Empower her to walk this thing out and see the victory. Glory be mm-hmm. to God. Jesus. Oh, that got me kind of riled up. <laughs> Thank I've been you, Lord. Yes. I know what it's like when, you know, I'm right now in a place of fighting for uh, a family member, you know, in the spirit mm-hmm. room. I'm fighting for their their peace. I'm, I'm fighting for, you know, they're dealing with a little depression. Mm-hmm. And I'm fighting for them. And I, I, I had to fight for them a few weeks ago, you know, when we were out somewhere and the enemy just raised his ugly head. And I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting for them. And I know, and it's like God is just giving me the, the strength to endure and to fight this thing and to stand on his word and to see, I will, I will see it manifest in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Freedom, wholeness. Deliverance, peace is mm-hmm. ours. In the name of Jesus, it's ours. So bless yeah. the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Yes. You, Lord. Well, you sound good, and I'm, I'm so glad to talk to you. I mean, you sound you sound good. Well, thank you. Yes, I mean, mentally, spiritually, doing pretty good. It's just everything else <laughs> around is, you I know. Stressful. Well, in his time, yeah, it's it's in in his mm-hmm. timing. You just rest in the fact that in his will, in his timing, everything's gonna fall into place. Everything is gonna fall into place. Everything, mm-hmm. you know, and be anxious for nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and see, yeah. you know, that's where the enemy kind of trips us too sometimes because when there's anxiety. You know, he wants to bring in fear. Then when we have that going on in the in the atmosphere, it can block the things that God wants to do. So right. it's a yeah. hindrance. Yeah, it's a hindrance. Mm-hmm. So you rest, just rest in the fact. That's why I said, look and remind the enemy of what God has done. And then the enemy will recognize that you're resting in God. And the anxiety mm-hmm. will have to go. It will have to go because when he recognizes that you are resting in the things and the fact that God has already done things for you and that you understand that he is that kind of God and you rest in that, the enemy's got to back up. The anxiety Mm -hmm. will bring, will draw him into the situation. So, Lord, we just thank you that she will rise uh, up and take authority and she will rest in you and your word and what you've already done in times past. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Glory be to God. Thank you, Laura. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Just do that, Jennifer. I think it'll yeah. be okay. I'm, I'm ready yeah. for a, a place report. I know. I hope I have one next time I talk <laughs> to you. <laughs> I'm just going to believe with you that you will. Yeah. Cause you know, yes. I, 
I've experienced lately, you know, how quickly things can change, of course, you know. I mean, bam. Mm -hmm. Hey, what's that for God to do? Right. Nothing. 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 Mm -hmm. So, who knows? But I'm looking forward to the praise report, so make sure you let us know. I definitely will. Yeah, thank you. And um, I've been lifting you up in prayer as well, so. Oh, yes, thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much. Praying blessings over you, so. Yeah, you sound good, too, so I hope you're doing well. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you. Yeah, because, I mean, in the natural, you know, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. some things got a little wacky, but. um, Yeah. I I saw I saw God move, you know, I saw God move and you know, I'm gonna just continue to believe that whatever the devil tries to send my way, it's not bigger than God and like I'm just gonna I gotta rest in him. Because I could be anxious right now about some things. But I, I just can't be. I can't afford to be. I you know, it's so important that I continue to rest in God. Because, you know, I, I notice that when I'm sick and like I was a few weeks ago, <clears throat> excuse me, I had like an ear infection, and mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> it drained into my system, and I don't really get sick often. Basically, the only thing I have a problem with is like my ears and my allergies and sinuses, and when that acts up, you know, it just really sometimes just will throw me out of whack. And, um, you know, I, I I was telling a friend today that, you know, we were talking about how we get attacked, Sometimes when, of course, when we're when the enemy knows what our weaknesses is, and so I, I was telling her about that. I said, you know, and as soon as I start feeling bad, you know, I was just like, oh, you know, you just feel like I don't know. It's like you just get tired, you know. And I wasn't feeling well for like a few weeks and wasn't up to speed. And um, and we were talking about that the day because she was saying same thing happens with her. Because the enemy watches us, and he knows what our weaknesses are and what the the pressure point is. And um, I was like, Lord, you know, uh, I'm just, you know, I'm just here. What have I finished my purpose? I mean, what what's going on? Why, you know, what more do you need from me? And um, you know, I was like, just thinking like that, you know, really weird. And then all of a sudden, a, a situation came up where it was almost like I had to be in place to do warfare for this person. And so it was almost like when the enemy came to try to make me feel like you're not doing anything, you know, your life isn't really counting. You're not really on point. You're really not on track to, you know, to do anything. What are you doing? You know, you know, who, who are you, who are you really helping, you know? And it really just attacked mm-hmm. me. I mean, because I was so sick. I I don't stand. If I don't feel good, rarely do I stay in bed. But I was in bed like two or three days. Just really, really couldn't even do much but go to the bathroom and drag myself there and drag back. And, I mean, he was really bombarding me with, like, thoughts like, who are you really helping? And who, you know, what what are you doing? You know, is it really important what you're doing? I mean, really attacking me. And then, mm-hmm. um, you know, then you're like, well, well, God, have what assignment do you have for me? It's like, you know, what's my purpose besides, you know, what I'm doing? I mean, it was just the enemy was just really trying to beat me down. And then it was almost like the Lord allowed a situation to happen so he could say, show me, I need you here. I need you here to press in 
for them. Yes, you have an assignment. Yes, you have a purpose, and it's connected with them. It's connected with this. It's, it's with that. And God just began to just show me, yes, you don't let the enemy try to beat you up, trying to challenge you about your purpose. I have you here on purpose. And he began to just, at that time, just show me and involve me into situations that let me know, had I not been there, Situations would have gotten out of control had I not spoken the word, had I not pleased the blood, had I not stood the ground against the enemy. I believe some people would have gotten seriously hurt or out of here. And Mm -hmm. so it was like God quickly came back to remind me that you are here on assignment. I have purpose people for you. I have purpose things for you that you are here to connect with, to get them where they need to be, and to help them be yes. what I've called them to be. You are on assignment. Mm-hmm. So we have to come back to the enemy and let him know we are here, and God will do whatever it is he needs to make sure we are walking out his will. So we just thank you for that, Lord. We thank you for that for Jennifer that whatever she can rest in the fact, just rest in him, Jennifer, just rest in it, that I will be anxious for nothing. I know God is on track with me, and I'm on track with him. And I'm not going to miss nothing. I'm just going to rest in the fact that God is working all things out for my good. He works things out for those who love him. And our purpose here for him, and your purpose here, Jennifer, he's going to work it out. So just rest in that and know that God mm-hmm. is in control. Yes. Amen. 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 All right. Into, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I just wanted to share with you, um, as you were talking and telling me that, I really spirit felt like, your prayers, especially for your family, are so important. It's like the Lord has anointed you to pray for your family. I mean, not just your family, like, you know, people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I I really, you know, the inter- intercessory, uh, however you say that word, <laughs> anointing. Right. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I just felt that so strongly over you, and I, I just really feel like, even though sometimes you think your prayers don't make a difference for your family, like they're everything for your family Mm -hmm. because at times there might be times that you're the only person praying for them or for that person. Yeah. Yeah. And that God protects your family because of your prayers. So I just wanted to, to share, share that, that he really, honors your prayers when you pray for your family like he answers and he comes through so um yeah well i I really even yeah yeah Yeah. and i just i saw like there were situations that the enemy wanted to do to like certain family Mm -hmm. members and they it he would have been successful but because of your prayers he wasn't and God protected right. them. So I like I'm seeing that. And so, yeah, I just wanted to encourage you that it, you do have a purpose, you know, a, a huge purpose, and your prayers make such a difference in your family's mm-hmm. life. So 
Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I really needed to hear that because I did have a situation, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you heard about it, but <clears throat> um, we were um, uh, a, a close person to the family was physically attacked at a park a few weeks ago. Wow. And I saw it, and I began to plead the blood, and then somehow, you know, it just got crazy. I mean, I began to plead the blood. I, I began to rebuke that spirit that had attacked. And then, you know, I told my son after, when we left, um, I said, I, and I'm glad I, I had driven. So he left when I left. And, um, you know, come Monday morning, there was a whole bunch of stuff that was said that didn't even happen. And when I, we, my other son threatened to um, contact defects about a situation and uh, came against it. Um, and I said that we were, you know, considering pressing charges. The young lady was considering pressing charges against the person that walked up to her and physically attacked her. And then all of a sudden, which I believe they had it anyway, this video appears that shows everything that they were saying didn't even happen and that, you know, this, I mean, they were trying to make it sound like this girl was provoking this girl and it it, it didn't happen that way. And so when we said, Mm -hmm. oh, I think we may have to press charges, then this video appeared. It showed nothing that this girl was doing to this person who just walked up and attacked them. And then they began accusing my son of, of saying stuff and he's in a gang. I was like, what is this? He was standing right next to me. Basically, he just pulled the girl off of this girl that was being attacked. It's my grandbaby's mother. So um, he pulled the girl up. Well, next thing you know, he had knocked the girl over and it was just crazy. And so when we said, no, no, we're not going to listen to this. We're just going to press charges. I'm going to tell her to press charges. Then all of a sudden the video appears that shows none of what they said was true. And I had told him, I said, you know what? And I told him, I began to weep when I was driving home. I said, um, had I just feel like I was on assignment because I wasn't feeling good. I was still feeling bad. And I said, well, if I go out and watch the game, I'm just going to sit there in the chair, and that will be restful for me. So I just was sitting there and enjoying it. And all of a sudden, I saw this person come up and attack this other person. And I thought, oh, my gosh. And then on my way home, I told him, I said, you know I didn't feel well. And I said, but I'm telling you, and I knew, and, and thank you for reminding me. I told him, I said, I was on assignment for you today. Because I believe had I not fled the power of God, Jesus, by Jesus giving me the ability to rebuke the devil and tell the devil, that spirit, you got to get up out of here. It could have gotten a whole lot worse than it actually was. I mean, because he left, we left, you know, and I, we didn't finish staying to watch the next game. And I, you know, I told him, I said, I know, even though I didn't feel like going, it was like I just felt led to go, and I believe it was the spirit of God that led me to go. And because of that, I know I was on assignment because I even was, Jennifer, I was even rebuked by some man when I began to say the blood of Jesus and that spirit of the devil has to go. You know, they came over to me and said, you have to leave because you're making a commotion. Now, the the girl who attacked (laughs) the other person, they were over there consoling that spirit. 
And I believe the more I was seeing the blood of Jesus, it was irritating the demons and the devils that were involved with the whole thing that they actually had the boldness to come up and tell me not to plead the blood of Jesus. Right. It was amazing. I said, so I'm to leave because I'm pleading the blood of Jesus, and the person who attacks someone, you're consoling over in the corner? She should have been immediate. I mean, the girl that she attacked had bruises on her arms and scratches. But they're over there consoling that spirit. And when I said the blood of Jesus is against that, that spirit needs to go, they came to me and said, you're, you're the problem. You need to go. Mhm. Yeah. And so I left. I said, we're leaving. And, uh, you know, I'm not staying here. And I was, my heart was telling out my son, we need to go. So we left. He left with me. And, um, you know, even, it was crazy. It was like, I knew it was a mm-hmm. demonic attack. And um, so mm-hmm. since then, it was like, you know, I appreciate what you're saying because, um, because like I said, and see the enemy when I get, was feeling really bad in my body, he came like, you know, you know, because I'm not seeing things, and ah, oh, this is awesome right here. I'm about like where you are now, Jennifer. I wasn't seeing things change as rapidly as I wanted them to change. I didn't see things quickly change by how I've been praying. So when I got sick, it was like that's what the devil threw up in my face. You're not seeing anything happen. Your prayers aren't really meaning anything. You don't have any, you know, it was just an attack on me when, you know, like I said, when you're weak, that's when the enemy comes to attack. So I was weak in my body. I didn't feel well. I don't, I am a very energetic person. I am, I'm about and I, here and there and everywhere. So for me to be in bed for almost three days, that was like, uh-uh. I mean, I was sick with this thing. You know, I just was weak. And, you know, it was, I was just felt like I had no life in me. And then that's when the enemy came, and he began to say to you, you know, what, what are you doing? You haven't seen this change. You haven't seen that change. This is still the same, blah, 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 blah. And he just kept on at me just like to just like wear me down till you know, it's like, God, I need to see something. What, what's going on? What's the purpose? What's, show me. And he showed me the next, like, few days when I was able to get out, and I really was still feeling bad. But to see that God God wanted me to see, and like what you just confirmed and what God was showing you about me, is that he had to confirm to me I am important to be here, to pray for my family, to pray for those that God, you know, puts in my path. And even the other night, um, I'm not sure if you're aware of the situation with Prophet Randy and his wife, but uh, we were on the line praying, and um, – so anyway, the next night when we had, um, I think it was a Wednesday night, I think it was Wednesday or either Thursday, you know, Prophet Randy spoke the word over me um, that's similar to what you said about how my prayers is like it churns, the it churns, and it churns, and it churns until it spreads over. And that's the word he gave me about my prayers uh, last week. So he, he was right on it. It's like. Yeah. God is good. Wow. Wow. God is yeah. so good. That's amazing. He is so good. Amazing. Yeah. So you stay encouraged mm-hmm. and um 
Yeah, because that's when the enemy, you know, he tries to wear us out and wear us down. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, God says, uh-uh, we're not going to have none of that. I'm going to allow a situation to happen so she can see that she is important. And then you come back and you speak what you spoke tonight. And then Father Randy said what he said. So I thank mm-hmm. God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, yes. you know, for <laughs> confirming this yes. with me that I am here on assignment. And and um, I'm going to see. I'm, and you're going to see. We're going to see. Mm-hmm. The fruit of our labor We're going to see We are going to see The manifestation of the things We've prayed and believed God for We will see it I release that over you yes. And I believe that you will see The manifestation of the prayers It's the anxiety That becomes a hindrance To the things that we want manifested That hinders What God is doing Because we're not resting in him so let's rest right. in God. Mm-hmm. Let's yes. rest. Amen. Amen. Well, it's been awesome mm-hmm. talking to you, and um, hadn't talked to you in a while, so I'm looking forward to a praise report. <laughs> yes, I'm sure I will have one next time I talk to you. I am too. Yeah, it was great. I am too. <laughs> it was great yes. to talk to you. All right, same here, and be encouraged, and um, God's got this. Amen. He does. All yes, right. Well, does. thank you so much. All right. Have a blessed night. You too, Jennifer. Thanks for calling. I'll talk to you again soon, hopefully. Okay. Talk to you soon. All right. Good night. Okay. Bye-bye. Good night. Hallelujah. Bless your name, Jesus. All right. Let's go to, let's see. All right. So I need to go to what number did I do? Okay, so um, 303-517. This is Angela Joy, and who am I speaking with? Veronica and Mike from Colorado. Hi, Veronica. How are you tonight? Good. How are you? I am blessed. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory. Lord, we just thank you for Veronica from Colorado, and um, we just thank you, Lord, for you girding her up. Hold on one moment. I saw like a belt, like um, being tied around you, that that you're being, what's that scripture? Um, Lord, let me find it. Uh, The belt of truth. Is that what it is? I saw a belt like... um, um, it seemed like you were just being fitted up And it was a belt And it was like God was tightening Tightening the belt And um, girding you up uh, To be fit To do whatever it is God is, is, is bringing your way Let me just look for something One second And you know, like when a, um, a soldier is, um, you know, you're getting ready for war or you're getting ready for a battle. It's like um, you got to get dressed for the battle. And I saw you, like, you know, getting dressed, but you were tightening up that belt um, that you can be ready to go and do 
what it is that God has called you to do. And it's a part of your, um, it's a part of the armor. Isn't it the belt of truth? Yeah, the belt of truth. And so it's like, you know, just stay, stay ready. That's what I want to say to you. Stay ready for whatever God is getting ready to bring you away because he's, he's preparing you, he's dressing you, he's girding you up so that you will be ready, hallelujah, to go to war, to do whatever it is God is calling you to do, and that you can, um, yeah, so stand firm, that's right, it's part of, yeah, spiritual warfare, that's what it is, you know, in Ephesians, uh, we're talking about the spiritual warfare and the armor and, and what we put on. So it says stand firm in Ephesians 6.14, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place. Hallelujah. That's what I, that's what I saw. Stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist and then with the breastplate of righteousness in place. God is preparing, and there is preparation being made for you, Veronica. So God is dressing you for battle. Hallelujah. Let me read the other scripture. Glory be to God. What did I say? That was 614. All right. Okay, here it goes. Yeah, that's it. So starting with 13, therefore put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, and then I saw the belt, stand firm with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish, hallelujah, all the flaming arrows of evil, of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. But that belt, man, you were ready. You know, because when you get ready to leave out somewhere, get your belt straightened and let's go. And then it says right yeah. there, my God, that belt is around the waist with the breastplate. It seems like that breastplate and that belt are connected. It says with the breastplate of righteousness in place. You're ready. Mm-hmm. You're ready. So, Lord, we thank you for this word that is being released over Veronica tonight. Airing her. You have dressed her to do what you have called her to do in truth, in truth, with the breastplate plate of righteousness in place. And Lord, we thank you that she's walking with integrity. My God, when you think about truth, you think about the integrity. 
the integrity of the word, the integrity of your life, the integrity of how you live, the integrity of how you speak, how you walk, how you handle your things, how you handle business. It's the integrity. And, Lord, we thank you that she has what she needs when you place her in places that you have orchestrated her to be in, and she'll be prepared. Just tighten up your belt, Veronica, and be ready. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Just tighten it up and be ready. Stand firm. Hallelujah. Stand firm with the belt of and be ready because God has you dressed, dressed, and ready. And don't you be moved. You stand firm on the word and on the truth of God. No matter what it looks like, no matter what it appears to be, he's already prepared you and dressed you to withstand. So you said stand firm. Don't be moved by what you see. Don't be moved by what you hear. Don't be moved by your emotions. Stand firm in truth. In Jesus' name. And the righteousness of the breastplate. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So how's it going, Veronica? It's going good. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Anything you yes, want to share um, or the, you, you want to pray um, for? She, she was um she was uh, uh teaching me uh, lately the the dwelling, the habitation, the I was I was telling Mike that God wants to show himself through our pores, through our skin, through through our whole being. And uh, he 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 we looking for habitation for him like a tabernacle house thing, church. But he says <clears throat> that he wants to habitate on us on a on a deeper level like that. That that, that he comes up through our pores. This is how I he explained it to me that he wants to manifest uh, that when he goes to places. I mean, we go to places that he 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 shows up and he's there, and people can see it, people can smell it, or or feel it, or discern it, or uh, get a glimpse, or get a change, a transformation, and 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 that is our goal lately because um, we want him to show up. <laughs> in a, Amen. The more the more yelling up to to, to him on worship and um. And um, meditating, praying that the, he he's habitating. I don't know how to say it, but he's um he he uh he dwells in 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 a in a in a human body in um and it's a new adventure, a new discovering the a, a, a new level intimacy because he wants a deeper intimacy for um to help people. To overcome uh, sickness or demons, like healing and deliverance, yeah. and 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 um, quiet, nice, deep ways, and uh, but, but he requires the intimacy for 
short, not, not short period of time, but long period of time, where you just get lost, and then he, um, he manifests. It's like a, like you say, when we carry our, our bells or our purse, that he goes with us, and um, when he, he shows up. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Well, I mean, this is so connected with what was said. You know, it's almost, well, I mean, so when you were dealing with situations like that, you know you're dealing with in spiritual warfare. So, I mean, those things that God is, you sense that God is calling you to, he's letting you know right here he's equipping you for battle. I mean, because, you know, Ephesians 6, basically it's talking about, Finally, it says, you know, starts with finally be strong in the Lord in the, in the well, in, I'm reading. Let me see. Let me go to another version. I don't like that oh. version is, with this scripture, but hold on a second. Because um, that's the NIV. It won't let me change it. Hold on. Let's see if I can change it. Nah, it won't let me. I don't guess. I can't change it. Let me hold on. Here it is. There we go. Um, nice. For some strange reason, it won't let me go to another version. So it's said here on NIV. But I like the way the King James Version says it, you know, about finally be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. But it says, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's scheme. So, I mean, what you're talking about, you know, you're talking about deliverance. You're talking about things that would equip, you need to be equipped to go in with spiritual warfare. And it's like what you're saying is like this is what God is saying. He is equipping you for battle, you know, because like I said, I saw the battle being tightened up. It's almost like you had on everything, all the other stuff, because uh, it says here in, you know, 612, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood. So that's what you're talking about. The Lord is leading you into spiritual warfare. Our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realm. So what you're saying that God is leading you to it was like I saw you being dressed. You you putting that belt on. You're tightening things up, and it says put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm. I mean, he's saying stand, and then again, stand firm. And with the belt of truth, you go in there with the truth of who God is. You've got that. The belt of truth around your waist, the breastplate of righteousness. It's the blood of Jesus that makes us righteous. With the breastplate of righteousness in place. That, that's the main gear right there. You got the main gear. Mm-hmm. God showed me the main armor that you are making sure it's in place. Because you've got your belt and the righteousness, the, breast, the breastplate, it covers the most vital organs of our natural body when you have on a natural breastplate. It's covering your heart. It's covering the lungs. It's covering all of that. And in spiritual warfare, this is the protection that's going on in the spirit realm. You've got the belt of truth. You've got the breastplate of righteousness. 
the representing what has been covered that needed to be covered when you're going into warfare. So, yeah, what you're talking about is, you know, and God giving you that, he's letting you know when you go in, you stand firm. You stand firm on the word, on the truth, and know that the breastplate of righteousness is in place. He's showing you here. He's telling you here to confirm that you are you're desirous to do these things, and God is calling you to these things, and he's letting you know you're being equipped to do these things. So praise God. Bless his holy name. And I saw it was like you tightening up that outfit. You're being ready. You're getting ready. Amen. It's, it's, Lord, it's not, the, world, the world of darkness is so deceitful. And now uh, it, it makes you seem like it's not, but it is. And then it, it, the shadows of darkness and all the confusion and all that stuff, it may it, it makes people seem like it's, it is, but it's not. And then uh, the bell of truth, it has helped me to understand what's true, what's not true. But when when we fight like an spiritual warfare for the senior for things, or for or, or defending ourselves in some spiritual warfare doesn't matter concerning our family. Um, I, I told my people, I feel like we're the gladiator gladiators. It's something so funny, but it's so cute because there's so many people and you don't yeah. know who's in that, and then you're not fighting against the people, you're fighting against the darkness and the powers. Oh, you fade away. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a thin line where you uh, have to know what it is, how it is, and and uh, the, the other day the Lord took me out in the spirit and, and He took me in a place that's uh, called um, uh, the uh, and um, there was a lot of stuff that happened and, and uh, dark things and. Ugly things, and uh, um, I say I'm not gonna be afraid. I am going to fight, and um, I was like, I tear up, and 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 I um, I see the, the devil like uh, losing power because I I know that at the end it's um it's deceitful, but it's not true. But but we have everything with God to fight everything, and um. And I I see him with uh, anger like, and and then I I I stumble on his head, <laughs> and I I uh, I have a sword, I have a knife, I, I have all kinds of uh, uh, things that are weapons that are crazy, but I still see how the Lord gives me the victory. He also gives me the humility because He says you may prepare the battles for the horse for the battles, but I am the one who determines who wins the battle. I, I always ultimately I always the glory and I always understand that he's the one who fights for us and um sometimes yeah. I call an angel call on weapons, sometimes I call on uh, the blood of Jesus. It it shifts in different places and um it's just that sometimes like the other day we were in a place in um in the mountains and we were fighting something that we were so beat up for two three days and we were having torment we were having pain in our bodies and we didn't know mm-hmm. what we were fighting with but the Lord gave us the victory and um I just know that the darkness increases but 
the light outside and the darkness has to flee. And um yeah. I just love doing what we're doing and um I I I, I get delight on uh, God doing such amazing things and I don't see sometimes but I just know that all these things are real. But um I I can discern like people, things, places, smells, um and people they say they are they're not and people that are from the other side and and um and you have to love them and then you have to forgive them and then it comes up yeah. when you have to say I call fire <laughs> on this, I call fire on that, but yeah, that is so good. Praise God. Well, what an appropriate word for where you are. <laughs> I mean, it's a, excuse me, it's an on time word, you know, for you to, for God to continue to, you know, show you and encourage you to stay dressed for battle. Praise God, because it seems like that's, that's your mission. That's what you're on assignment for. So, Lord, we just thank you for that. We thank you for your protection. And we thank you for the blood of Jesus that will protect and will uh, cover. We thank you. We plead the blood. We thank you for the angels that are assigned to them to even shed light on the way to go. Hallelujah. Oh my God, thank you, Jesus. We give you glory, God, because we don't go in our own strength. We go mm-hmm. in you. Huh. We can't, mm-hmm. this is not a natural battle. This is a mm-hmm. battle that has, can only be fought in you, God, and through you. With these weapons of warfare, they're not carnal. They're mighty through God. They're through God. They're not through our flesh. They're not through carnality. They're through the spirit. And by the spirit, we wage war and we win. Hallelujah. We're an assignment. We're in an army and you are dressing her for battle. She's dressed for battle. Thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. All right, Veronica, that was Seems to be very timely. Thank you very much. You are welcome. And anything else? No, ma'am. I just want to say I love you. <laughs> oh, I love you too. And I love being a part of what God is doing in and through you and, you know, Mike and, you know, all the people here who call in, you know, it's such a privilege. And I feel so honored that God would choose me. <laughs> to be a part of what he's doing with you. I mean, I mean, it's just amazing, you know, to me that I'm a part of what God is doing in you and with you. And it's, it's just praise God. And what you all do for me, you know, what you do for me is like what I had said earlier, you know, with the last caller is that, you know, I'm, I'm walking into a place of understanding purpose. Because I'm doing what God has called me to do, and you you validate that. Praise Amen. God! So glad to be a part. Yes, thank you very much. Thank All right, you. thanks, Veronica. We, we look forward to talking <laughs> to you again God. soon. All thank right, thank you very much. Good night. Bless you. Good night. Good night.
Amen. Nothing like, you know, being in the will of God, you know, doing what God's called you to do. All right, 610969. This is Angela Joy. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Shalom, shalom. This is Lisa Raquel from Pennsylvania. Hi, sister. Hi, Lisa. How are you? I'm okay. How are you? I'm okay. I'm okay. You're okay. I think that was a book. (laughs) I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. We're okay. I heard of that. <laughs> yeah, it was a book out a long time ago. You were a baby, so you, I don't know, you probably heard it, but it was a book yeah. called I'm Okay. I don't know if it was like, it was like a, um, I think it was something to do with psychology or something. Oh, for real? Yeah, so anyway, but let's just pray for you. Uh, hallelujah. Where are you? You're in Pennsylvania? Where do you live, Lisa? Um, right now, um, up up north. But um, when I was talking to you last year about your friends, was I was in that same area, Montgomery County, um, Bucks County, like where your friends were. Your friends live out there, outside of um, Philly in um, North Oh Town. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was out okay. there yeah. last and, year. You know, I tried. And I tried calling you a couple of times. I just never was able to get you because I think you had given me the number or I thought I had it, and I know you had told me to reach out to you. And I was like, oh, she didn't think I didn't try to, but I did. But anyway, let's, let's pray oh, for you. I didn't think you did because I, I didn't think you did, but that's okay. Yeah, I did. I, and I, I don't think, know. I think, I think maybe what happened was I didn't write the number down right because, you know, when I'm talking to you all, I only put, like, the first, uh, you know, the area code, and then the first three digits. And then I, somehow I think I got your last four messed up with somebody's else, somebody else's. But I don't know. I think I did try to call, but I didn't, I didn't get anything. I didn't, wasn't able to reach you. So let's pray for you. Father, we just thank you for Lisa. Uh, we thank you, Lord, that even in the midst of all that goes on with her, she has this place that she can reach you through worship and that the angels are paying even notice to what she's saying and and what she's worshiping and how she's worshiping you, Lord. Like, I just sense, like, when you worship, Lisa, it's like the angels take notice of what you're doing. Like, ah, you know, like, ah. For that that special connection, that, that special penetration, into the, the realm of the spirit through worship, that special uh, prayers and, and words and, and worship through intercession, it penetrates the atmosphere, and it even causes the angels to take notice, like, ah, you know? So, Lord, I thank you as you continue to develop that in her, you continue to direct her in that, and even as she prays God to even give her the interpretation of what she's worshiping and how she's worshiping and what's happening in the realm of the spirit as she, as you, I can see you like pressing in, pressing into that place, pressing in into that place of glory, pressing in into that place of worship, that the angels are even taking notice of it. Lord, even give her even a greater interpretation or understanding of how she's ministering unto you, Lord, and how she will receive access to the things that she's even praying and worshiping for. 
So, Lord, we thank you for Lisa tonight. You think, we thank you for the spirit of God that is upon her and that will cause even demons to tremble. We give you glory, and we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. All right, Lisa, hallelujah. how are you? <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Okay, so glory. that was glory to God. Oh, wow. Okay, so on point, on point, on point as usual. Um, and then I noticed that this past weekend, it was this weekend, it was a full moon and everything. I was having like um, warfare against the worship. Because usually mm. that's like, yeah, I was having, so that, yeah, I was having warfare against like a, a python or something was trying to really attack me. I was even feeling like the heaviness and the tightness. Um, like uh, like when you're feeling dehydrated or whatever, I don't know. I just was feeling mm-hmm. in the spirit realm, the witchcraft atmosphere. I'm in a in a dark place in Pennsylvania. I'm up north right now, and um, the area, the territory in the region is very uh, just witchcraft. It's like witchcraft. So like um, wow, yeah, it's it's bad. Like a few weeks ago, like um, actually it was over. It was, I want to say a few weeks ago, but it was like a couple months ago now, because we're already in June. But um, right. I was battling and battling and um, fasting and worshiping and warring, and then, bam, I was hit. Like, um, just people were astral projecting in my mother's house, like, straight oh up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. Like, and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I Like, just a, a bunch of weirdo, weirdo, weirdo warfare was happening. And um, that night that people were astral projecting, it was like, I'm used to, like, just shutting things down. You know what I mean? This is not my my house. It was my mother's house that I was at. Um, So I'm used to, like, shutting things down, just, like, you know, taking authority. But this particular evening, it wasn't... I guess I had legal ground or whatever, but I was um, tapping into the instructions of the Holy Spirit. So what I did was, and there was um, angelic assistance with me, hallelujah. So that's why I was just like, I'm just telling you this so that you understand the word that you you gave me. Um, that, mm-hmm. that particular evening, I um, was instructed, it was... Uh, Shekinah Glory, Clap Your Hands. I don't know if you ever heard that song. It's an oldie. Clap your hands. Shout out to God. What a voice to try. Anyway, I was doing, um, I had to put put that on. It was so dark. The atmosphere became like so, so sheer evil. And the presence of darkness just came. Boom. And it was like, I think like six of them, and they were just, they were like, uh, I don't know, like throwing darts, I don't know, it was crazy, but 
the way wow. the, the way yeah it was crazy y'all because then the next day I was in a, uh, a near fatal accident so um mm-hmm. yeah it was crazy crazy I'm telling you like this warfare is on is on another level because when that happened I wasn't used to like I wasn't used to darkness having any authority like I'm used to like mm-hmm. God, you know, we've been given all authority and power over the enemy. But what happened was it's their territory. So God was teaching me about when you're in their zone, when you're in the enemy's camp zone. So mm-hmm. it's a whole it's a whole it's a whole download. But that night I I was just like battling through worship, like through worship. Like I couldn't um like, it even had my voice, and I was just stomping, stomping, and doing, like, praise dance moves and warfare moves um, and just battling and battling. And I heard the angels of the Lord's heavens of army telling me, giving me instructions of just worship warfare. And wow. it was because it was, yeah, it was different from the voice of the Holy Spirit. It was um, outside. It was like to my to my um, left side um, in front of me, and I was hearing, you know, instructions, like mm. instructions. You know what I mean? And just keeping right. me like warring, warring, just in, in worship warfare. Um, shout out to God with a voice of triumph and um, just stomping and dancing like with warrior battle moves. And it was for hours. And then um, wow. I feel like, the, like, and I was like, God, why, why, what's going on with this? Like, like, um, I was just like, how is this even possible? Like, how can they, like, are you serious? Like, I was just like, um, baffled and bewildered because I couldn't believe that the enemy had authority and it wasn't that the enemy had authority it was human spirits mm. so mm. when it's dealing with human spirits because these were witches and warlocks these were humans projecting and like I didn't cut the silver cord I didn't go into warfare like, like fighting against um, it was just like worship war, worship warfare, and right. I was like, "Wow, guys! Like, there was a reason why um, he didn't like he didn't allow like um, it to just be shut down. You see what I mean? Because it was human spirit, right. and then I recognized right. that the Lord He loves the peace, like." He doesn't take pleasure in the suffering or the wicked perishing. You know what I mean? And like there was a lot of discussions. Uh, there was a lot of discussions online around that time about um, cutting the silver cord and sending back. You know what I mean? Like suffer not a wish to live and um, sending back the darts and the arrows and things like that. But God didn't have me do that, and it was through the. Um, 
the leading and guiding of the Holy Spirit, of course, but it was through that angelic assistance that I had. I had an angelic assistance. And so I don't know, like when you were saying, like, they're like, hmm, hmm. It was like now that I was looking back because I was having flashbacks as you were were praying and prophesying, that um, when I was, like, worship war dancing, stomping Mm -hmm. and doing all these, like, moves, it was like, I could see like almost conducting the the um the angels of heaven's army like like whatever these witch warlocks mm-hmm. had legal ground to do what they did because of the the environment and because of past um sin in the house and just it, it, they had legal mm-hmm. ground i was shocked i was shocked i was like i can't believe this because you know you usually like nah nothing can pass the blood barrier you know like mm-hmm. you plead the blood in right. your house you, you anoint your house like you don't have no open doors there's no but there was sin in the there was there's other um there's other reasons because other occupants that had opened the doors um right so these these human spirits literally were able to just come in. There's also, um, my mother is into a bunch of, um, like, antiques and things like that. There's just, like, too much mm. um, points of contact, objects, and there, there's just too much history and too many open doors that they were, right. um, these, these witches or whatever were, were, using as portals as as openings and it was crazy but i learned how god loves like he like i just was like okay i claim them i claim them i saw two of them and i saw two of them um as far as like uh when i say see i saw like two of them as far as like um the one woman and the one dude but there was like six of them and it was it was so intense. I was like, "Yo, this ain't no joke right now." Wow. But I remember the angels just kept telling me. Yeah, I was like, "Oh my!" I was just like, I was shocked. I was shocked because it wasn't like um, I wasn't scared per se. Like scared, I was on high alert. Like I felt pure evil, evil. Like just like I was like, "What?" is this like yo what is this you know praying in tongues nah i i i started off you know battling and then nah that's when i got the instruction and i had to just do worship warfare dancing stomping um and just like all these battle moves like with my body and um the the song is is i is uh psalms I think 147, or it's clap your hands, everybody. Shout out to God with a voice of triumph. It, it says, triumph, the Lord yeah. is strong and mighty, most powerful right. indeed. He shall subdue the heathen and place um, demons under his feet. You know, so Jesus. that's when I was just wow. like battling, I guess, the demons. And, but through not through hand-to-hand combat, like, Right. You know what it is? Also, I learned after this that when you're battling a witch, you're just going to go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, because it's like that's their they're about, you know, that's what they do. They, they, they will fight, and I guess the Lord was not having me to do that. 
he had me to, you know, do the worship warfare. And, um, but then the next day, I don't know what, I mean, it's a whole long story that I can get into because wow. the Lord is showing me, showing me the stuff. But the next day, man, I, I took a hit where, um, I'm a, I'm I, I, like me being here is a miracle, but it was Jesus. like, also the Lord was showing me like this covenant. There was a, there's covenants and, and contracts in the spiritual realm that I'm cutting and breaking in um, the bloodline and on behalf of others in the intercessory realm that I took a mm-hmm. hit. Like I literally took a hit and the Lord allowed it. So it's some crazy warfare, but I'm learning. Wow. I'm learning. So when you're telling me the angels, so that's what it's encouraging. So this is what I want to tell you, that I'm very encouraged and thankful because Amen. I'm just going to stick with the worship. I'm just going to stick with the worship because that's what was attacked this weekend. I literally was like, what is going on? Like, usually it's like, it's my joy. It's my addiction to just worship the Lord and to get into that place of intercession and, and battle, like, you know, through praise and worship. And I was feeling this weekend, like since Thursday, like a muzzle, like something was just like and a heaviness and my heart was palpitating and I was like feeling a tightness and breathing. And I'm like, God, what is this? What is this? And he's only mm-hmm. piped on. And it was with the, um, they're doing all these spells around here in in this area. Like it's so crazy. I, I'm just so appalled by the spiritual apathy and complacency and positivity in this part of Pennsylvania. This is not my part of Pennsylvania, and I just right. was like, "Come on, people of God, where are you? Where are you, people of God? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm kind of like right. trepidatious because I feel like." I don't want to battle this area. I want to be out of this area. This is not my area. I really took hits, and um, but I will do anything that the Lord wants me to do. And if he's telling me to worship and to um, go higher with him and press in, then he's telling me to take authority over this land in this region to right. worship warfare. So yeah, I guess worship is powerful. Yeah. yeah, worship is powerful. I mean, I don't think, you know, we really understand uh, to the extent that we should the power in worship, uh, you know, because we're, okay, so when you think about it, Satan was over, you know, Lucifer was over worship, all right? So it's powerful in that we have taken the purity of worship back, you know, to fight against the darkness, you know, and there is power in worship. And I, like I said, I, all I could just sense was that God was giving you even more of an elevation to worship with power. And that, you know, the angels were even acknowledging that, yeah, you know, wow, and taking notice of it. So praise God. Amen. That's, yeah. And you know what? It's urging. It's clap your hands, Shekinah glory, the reprisal, the reprise version. And, that even tell in that in that um particular version of that of that song is what the Lord used that day. Um, it it talks about it. It says, you know, get your worship. Like it's we're warring mm-hmm. right now, and um, mm-hmm. you know, then she just so 
it is it is um a weapon of warfare because you know in the in the book of uh what is it chronicles i think 220 when um they went the praisers and the worshipers went out beforehand right. with um king jehoshaphat so mm-hmm. that's what was yeah. going on. So when you're telling me, even though I know this, it's like it's helping me because it's like it's reminding me. Like I need to recall it because I've been under this attack of of, of this this oppression of the area, like um, the the environment, the atmosphere of the area that I'm in at the moment. And um, it's crazy. It's like, whoa, what's what's up? Like. I, it's like, well, there are more you can, and more like, people choking me out. Yeah, because more and more Excuse people, me? you know, there are more and more people, you know, getting involved with all of this stuff, you know, and even some people fail even to understand what they're getting involved with. But um, yeah, it, it's it's a heaviness that um, will, of course, when you're walking with the Lord, you're gonna sense that. You're gonna be able to sense the difference in the atmosphere. I mean, I do. I can, you know, I can go into some place and and I can just tell the difference. I mean, you can feel it. I mean, so it's definitely real and it's definitely going on. So, but, yeah. Yeah, I can't see it around people. I'm too extra sensitive Mm -hmm. now, especially Mm -hmm. after the accident that I just came out of. So I'm still, I've got supernaturally healed, hallelujah. I got supernaturally healed, um, yeah, because um, I had a hangman's fracture and broken ribs and neck and back mm. and all. And, yeah, and um, so I I got supernaturally healed and, and um, it was accelerated and everything. I just feel a little bit sore here and there, but um, I feel like I um I don't know, like, I'm just, like, um, not in that rah-rah, gung-ho place, you know what I mean? Like, I'm in a more, like, uh, uh, retreated place. Like, I'm just, like, um, like, I don't, I'm not in, I'm just, like, in a, like, I don't know, if with the word more apprehensive, like, uh, you know, like, um, just... Well, you've been through, you know, be, you've been through something, you know, so, I mean, that that's what the enemy does a lot of times, or it will happen where once you, you, you just dealt with something, and so... Yeah, I just enemy, got hit, and then my son yeah, yeah. is not that's in a good place right thing. now, yeah. so it's just, right. like, too much... So I'm very, right, very right. sensitive, very, very, I mean, I'm always sensitive, but, like, I'm very, very sensitive. Like, as far as, like, what I mean by sensitive is, like, almost like, I don't want to confess this in a way. Uh, how do I say this without saying, like, I just, I'm not in the mood, like, I, um, like, I don't have the, I feel like I don't want to deal with extra. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm very sensitive. Like now, like I don't want any unnecessary warfare. I can't deal with extra um, stuff right now. Like, like, I'm, like well, uh, yeah. just being around. Excuse me. Yeah, I was like in agreement. Yeah, I can understand what you're saying. I mean, that's just like when you've been hit. I mean, like you say, you've been hit. So when you're hit you know, it kind of jars and takes something out of you and you become a lot more, you know, I guess apprehensive to what is around you because you don't want to get hit again. 
So, you know, that's that's also a tactic of the enemy to try to slow yeah. you down. You know, to try to yep, exactly uh, weaken <laughs> you. Like trying yeah, to so, me. Right. Yeah, right. so I so, believe that's why God is saying worship, just worship me so I can get that fortification right. back. That fortify you know, yes, fortify. And, and then believe, also Right. Mhm. Um also I wanna tell you that I one of my my heart's desires and thank you, Holy Spirit, for bringing this up, so I wanna let you know this. Um, one of my heart's desires is a sharper, like a more keen interpretation. Um, when I'm interceding and warring and battling and, and um, I um, I do a lot in tongues, like a lot in tongues, you know. So um, when you said that, that was like an answer to prayer. Like God is telling me through your lips that he's answering the prayer of the interpretation of tongues and interpretation of the different assignments that I that I um, pray. So thank you for that, you know. Yeah. Well, praise God. Yeah. So God, he he wants us to, you know, be aware. I mean, because all the enemy basically, he doesn't want us to be aware of his strategy and his tactics. And, you know, that's because he wants to do an ambush on on us. But Mm -hmm. through worship, and I think you're right, I I think you're right, I think through the worship is what God is going to use as a strategy to rebuild you and to re-strengthen you and to assure you, uh, call and in these things that you're doing. And, you know, hey, sometimes we have to to refresh and regenerate. And so with worship, (laughs) I believe that's something that God is going to do. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's just normal. I mean, first of all, we're flesh and blood. And even though we yeah. we operate in the spirit with, you know, with these tools and these gifts that God has given us, we're still flesh and blood. So as I was mentioning earlier, as I said, when I was sick, when I wasn't feeling well, you know, that's when the enemy comes, when we're weak. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's when he comes to lodge an attack. And so, you know, your worship is going to be a strategy that's being used to rebuild you and to, you know, get you, you know, because it's just like what you say, even with an accident in the natural. When you have an accident in the natural, your body gets thrown out of whack, right? I mean, you you got to get mm-hmm. back on track. You've got to get realigned, you you know, because you're not just going to have a, a, a wreck or a, something hit you that you're just, you're not going to just bounce back up normally. I mean, we're flesh and blood. So, in a spiritual attack, the same thing happens. You know, you have to, God has to re-strengthen or strengthen you to get back in, in place and position for warfare, you know. Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, think about it when, battle, when you're on a warfare, uh, when you're in warfare in a natural battle. You know, people get wounded, you know. They may not get yeah. killed, but they get wounded. And what do you do? They got to go get redone and re-strengthened so that they can get back yep. on the battlefield. So that's exactly, I mean, we're in war, Lisa. We're definitely in war. And sometimes we take a hit. You know what I mean? We take a hit. I definitely took a hit. (laughs) Yeah, we take a hit. um, Yeah. I got more, like, understanding as the time, the you know, the Lord keeps showing me different things, like, why? Because I'm a real person. I'm a real big why? What? What's going on? You know, I'm a questioner, a questionista. And um, 
he he oh he's so good. He honors that. Like he 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 does answer me. He does give me understanding and and explanations. But just you know, as you know, here and there, like puzzle pieces and and different glimpses, and or I'll get downloads in the night. He'll wake me up in the night and give me downloads and understanding. And then, um, you know, I don't have it as clear when um the next day or whatever, if I'm trying to explain it, and it's because he doesn't want me to talk about it. He doesn't want me to mm-hmm. share his his strategies right. and, and things like that. And I know that he strengthened me also because what I'm dealing with is not straight. It is demonic. Don't get me wrong. It's not like it's not demonic, but it's principalities and rulers of wickedness and dark. These are things that you don't, like, go after. You know what I'm saying? This right. is like on another right. level. That's how I was like, yo, like demonic, you just cast that thing out, take authority in the name of Jesus. You know, like it's it's nothing. Mm-hmm. But principalities and rulers, they have legal rights. Right. They have their territorial things. Uh, right. Like like in the area that I'm in, you know, bloodshed and um, there's covenants and um, people dealing in the in the dark realm are right. more prevalent than the people who are walking in the righteousness in this area. So it's that's right. what I'm talking about and dealing with like the the land the land stuff with the Native Americans and things like that. The Lord is showing me all that kind of stuff. So that's why it's it's more it, it's it's deeper. It's not just like cast it out in the name of Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I mean even to the point like this is crazy. you might y'all might think I'm nuts. I don't care. Me me on the line. It's twelve something, twelve thirty. Um I saw like the one day there was like um just a bug. Nothing like and but when I saw it I said I have a beauty monitoring spirit and it came out of my mm. mouth before I could even, you know, think, oh, mm. that's the ba, ba, ba. Y'all might think I'm nuts, but do you know that thing went, it, it literally disappeared? Wow. Yeah, that's the time. That's I'm amazing. dealing with some craziness in this this area. I'm dealing with craziness, like just um, craziness, like flies will appear out of nowhere, like just, beep, like. Oh, my God. Dealing with, yeah, I'm dealing with, like, some other stuff that that is bizarre and weird and just like yo no like I just like get me out of here Lord I don't you know what I mean how do I help my mom but not like I'd be like trying to do the the minimalist like as far as being in the area you know I'm like oh. right. but he has me he has me for a reason um you know well how much longer are you going area. to be there. I don't like. I, I'm trying to get her out of. I'm trying to get her out oh. of the area. You know what I mean to come with oh, me. Okay. So it's a struggle. Well, like, you know, it's I, struggle and I understand a little bit about what you're talking about because I live in an area where the county was nicknamed Bloody Tomb because of all of the oh. murders and the stuff okay. that's going on. Wow. And we've heard. Um, I've heard recently that there are witches in in the area. Uh, and that they have gone into some churches and stuff. So, I, I mean, and, and tried to cast spells. And so I'm pretty familiar with I, what you're talking oh about. Oh, my goodness. That's what I believe yeah. happens over at my mother's, like, in that area. And um, 
I went to the church trying to find help and everything, and I believe I got marked there instead. I got marked. Instead mm-hmm. of getting spiritual help and reinforcement in the area of the county that, that you know, my mother's in, I, f- I believe that I got spiritually marked instead. Like, and I wow. talked to the pastor, his wife, and I said, yo, I don't know if y'all know this, but... um." Witches have infiltrated y'all's church. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And then she was like, "Well, we kind of know that, but you know, we're giving them a chance." And I'm like, "Oh, praise the Lord for pastors' hearts <laughs> because <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the pastors, wow. yo, they got that shepherd's heart, man. I'm just like, yeah. what? I'm like, shut it down. Well, I guess I'm Martin. definitely not a pastor. Because <laughs> I'll be like, know, get them out of here." Yeah, right. but yeah, it's exactly. funny to say that because I, I know a pastor's wife, actually the church I go to, They, we were talking about some things that she's dealing with, some illnesses and stuff, and so she was saying how uh, they believe, because she wanted me to start praying for them um, because they believe a, a, a witch actually came in the church after she'd been talking to me a little bit about some stuff, and she says, I actually believe a witch came in the church and she cursed us, you know. She tried to put a curse on us, you know. And um, she was just saying, you know, God has continued to just make himself known in our lives through stuff. But, you know, they battle with, you know, certain illnesses. And she said she remembered something the woman did, like pointed her finger at her and, you know, told her uh, something about, I can't remember exactly what she said, but it was almost like she was like, uh, you know, assigning something to her. Like a, like and, a hex or something? Yeah, something like that. So anyway, she hadn't remembered or thought about that for years, and then um, the pastor, his wife, and the child, their daughter, experienced, they experienced, like, sicknesses that are just, you know, it's it, it's amazing how all three of them carry this infirmity you know, these infirmities in their bodies that just, you know, I don't know. But anyway, she said she remembered that years ago when they first came to the area, how not long after they got there, she said she hadn't thought about it until one day I was telling her about uh, the courtrooms of heaven, the courtroom of heaven, and she started, she asked me to start praying for her, and she said she remembered that this woman had come in and people had identified her as being a witch in the area and had pointed her finger at her and mumbled some stuff and said something and left out, and then they began to deal with these illnesses, you know, um, in their bodies, and now all three of them in the house have illnesses that they're dealing with that are serious, you know. Um, But anyway, we believe in God, and so she asked me to start praying for them, and so, but yes, so I believe, um, you know, Giving you a strategy, he 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 knows what he's doing with you. Yes, Amen. I believe um, this might be a word of knowledge for them and for your free interse- intercession um, assignment. Mm-hmm. Uh, the blood, like, because you know how a curse without a cause cannot land. So this is right. very perplexing right. to me because I'm like, Lord, Father, why is it? Because you be, I be hearing story like I I I'm in this spiritual warfare realm, deliverance realm. So um, I, I hear these stories. I'm like, how is that even possible? Ba, ba, ba. Like, like people um, getting, you know, uh, attacked. Right. 
and the mission field and, and how the witch doctors come after them and this and that. And it's like, how is that even possible? Well, this is what I believe um, is for your, your, um, for your assignment, for your friends. It's bloodline things. The enemy mm-hmm. um, is, I believe that this is what the word of knowledge is there is giving me for you guys because he, he brought it back to my remembrance of, like, how is that even possible? What is, you know, like, you know, how can a witch come into a a, womb, a, a place of God, a house of God, and put a, a, a spell? Well, if there's anything mm-hmm. in the bloodline that has anything in common, like in my bloodline, I agree. Um, Caribbean, mm-hmm. And um, so there's, you know, we're mixed. We're mixed. We have the European, we have the African, we have the right. uh, the Tainos, the Tainos, like the Islanders um, mm-hmm. bloodline. So anyway, there's there's stuff in our bloodline. So those, as you know, you do the courts of heaven, um, the demonic altars that have been in my bloodline, um, I had to shut those down because that was mm-hmm. giving legal ground to right for the enemy to come attack even though i'm a born again spirit field um walking in righteousness believer um with with those open doors through my bloodline because of my biological father and then also my um my would be my great-grandparents my great-grandparents were dealing in the dark arts as well. So those things were um, what the enemy was using. Like, he's a forensic investigator, and he tries to find out whatever demonic altar it has been erected right. in our bloodlines that have been, you know, whatever covenants are in our bloodline. So maybe that is what's happening with your with your people, that they have to right. see and ask the Holy Spirit what the open door is, the bloodline, so they can shut it off. So they can shut off any idolatry, any occultism, anything in the bloodline, so that whatever this legal ground that this witch has used, or even in the in the the land, like if there's bloodshed in the land of where the and church I believe is at. The land, right? And also because I told them, and they didn't, they weren't aware of it. Um, that before they came to the church, they had, because um, I used to do, like, I used to work at a station, and I used to go around and talk to people. It was just a local television station, and talk to people about the area and what had gone on here, and people would tell me all these stories. So the yep. particular church <laughs> that they came to and pastored uh, was another, was was renamed because, from what I understand, the people who were on the land before, and I have to remind her, and thank you for saying that, because I told her this before, and then I forgot to remind her uh, about, I believe something was done on that land through the church, or there were witches or something, a part of the ministry before, and that something connected Satan to that land was done. And we had already discussed when I mentioned that to her about, you know, uh, when she said that woman, a witch, did something. And I said, I heard there was something done on this land. And so we talked about actually walking the land and reclaiming mm-hmm. it. And so then she, she hasn't mentioned anything else about it. So thank you for reminding me of that because that's what the Lord had given me, that that land, actual physical land, had been cursed and that uh, the people who were there before, they had done something against God on that land. 
and that we were to mm-hmm. walk that land and to reclaim it for, you know, for the Lord, you know, with the blood and with authority. And uh, we were, you know, she mentioned about doing it, and now, I don't know, I forgot about it, and then thank you for reminding because I need to tell her that. Because she really believed that. We both came up with that when I told her about what had happened at on that land, what people had told me who when, when they weren't even there before they even came. So thank you. I'm going to tell her that because I really believe that's connection as well. But thank you yes, so much, Lisa. You I, I, me. Amen. That's the Holy Spirit. And I also come into agreement for the Holy Spirit to uh, give a download to let you know what that legal ground is so that you can deal with it. Whatever it is that's causing that infirmity, whatever the legal right that um, the enemy is using to bring a curse, um, to to have a curse, you know, come and, and land, that, that be that just be totally exposed and so that y'all can right. deal with it. Yeah. When I, um, at my, on my mother's property, uh, there was, um, a lot of activities that gave legal ground for those, um, witches or whatever, the witches and warlocks to mm-hmm. come and Asha project. Right. And last year or maybe two years ago, I don't know. Um, um, I think it was, no, it was last year, but it was, this has been ongoing because I'll come and go and come and go and try to help and deal with um, the things that, you know, help my mother and deal with the stuff that she's dealing with. But I think it was last year. Last year when I was um, walking the land in the back because I had gotten a download and to take authority and um, even had the scripture that the Lord gave me, I literally got pushed. And ended up in wow. the ER because, yeah, I literally oh got pushed. Gosh. Yeah, yo, it's crazy. That, that's what I'm saying. I can't stand this area. But um, I um, because when I got pushed, um, my toenail got, it went up in the air. It got ripped off, and it was straight up. And so I had to get that, yeah. So, it's, oh. yeah, so that happened. And then the one time when I went to the farmer's market and the Holy Spirit just drove me right to the spot that I was on like I was on a mission I was on assignment he took me right to the to the witchcraft um whatever like store like we have it in um our culture it's called botanicas but up here in this this is like Redneckville of Pennsylvania. It's like their own like witchcraft dairy store, like a boot. It was, you know, I went there. I said I went off. I went off. I, like sometimes when the Holy Spirit comes on me, he quickens me, and it's not even me. It's like him through me. I went off. I was like, the blood of Jesus. Like I was like, oh, I got pushed there too. But when I got pushed there, I didn't get hurt. It was just like I got pushed. Like, and I right. was in their territory, you know, so that's different. Like, I was in their their territory, in their spot. That's why they got mad, and I got pushed. And then all these people, like these Spanish people, they they were like, it's somebody that, like, they were agreeing with me, even though I was talking in English, but I did say a couple things in Spanish. And so it was, like, power in numbers. So I believe right. because, like, every time I would come to my mother's house and, 
be like I could feel stuff like it's so strong it's like attacking me so I'm going back with it you know and that's probably why it's um the warfare got so strong because it's like I'm harassing their territory if that makes sense right. yeah. and then the things that I found out about like um two years ago or a couple years ago um I found like these witchcraft cards and everything and um I was burning them, but I couldn't burn them. They wouldn't burn. I had to go to a, um, a Christ, the Blue Mountain retreat, the Christian Blue Mountain, and I was able to burn them there. They wasn't burning. What? They was not burning. Like, And that day, God had me to do all these prophetic acts, and it was so beautiful. Like, he was blowing the Bible like I had the Bible on the rock and I was praying and, and, and I was fasting or whatever. And he was blowing the Bible and instructing me exactly what to do with these witchcraft cards to burn them and to um, get rid of them. So it was just like wow. things like that. The, the the stuff that happened in this area and um, the there was portals open and, and things like that because there was foster children that were – feeling in the dark, like, and I believe, like, my mom, I guess, she didn't have, like, spiritual uh, wisdom and insight to, like, not allow certain things with her, you know, she was married and everything, her husband passed, and, like, they allowed, I believe, certain things that opened doors, like, you know, people playing witchcraft cards and, like, all that demonic games and all that that ain't no joke at one time my mother had like a what are those things that the warlocks they're like canes what are they called scepter like it's called something oh, and okay. i was like are you serious I'm, oh my god ma 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 dude i'm oh. never coming to your house to you get rid of this stuff like you know like i was just like you can't have like what is it called it was called something so just things like that, that because the past, right. um, yeah, I had like a skull on it, like a like a cane right. thing with a skull mm-hmm. on it with red eyes. And I was like, oh, my God, get that out. Like, break that in half, burn that. <laughs> you know, like, right. I'm very, very um, spiritually sensitive. So I'm not used to, like, having anything that's, like, I don't, I like a pure sanctified environment, consecrated, you know what I mean? I like to keep the worship music on, the scriptures playing, like, uh, you know, just very, because I'm very sensitive. So if I I, um, come come around, like, stuff that's not of God, I can feel it. Like, I literally can feel it in my body. So it was, I understand so it was like a trial trying to help my mom because I would just like dip in and out, dip in and out. Like, you know, like it's not my business, not my house. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> just try to do what I could and, and that was that. But now she needs more help. So I'm trying to like get her out of her place and into to come with me. So we'll see. We'll see what the Lord has right. for us. Well, good. So you thank know, you and so much, Sister. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Pleasure. You and got my number now. Thank you for, get my number now. Right. I made sure I got it now. Right. <laughs> okay. And maybe we can reach. I mean, I work some weird hours. I
And I I work from 10 a.m. I have a three-hour break. I work from home, and um, but I work at start work at 10 a.m. now. And I switched it now. I switched it back to 10 a.m. And then I work from 10 to 5, and then I'm off a few hours. I go to my grandkids' games and activities, get back on the phone, and work till uh, from 8 to 11. But I was working until 1 a.m. until a few weeks back, so they changed it. So, yeah, I got a weird schedule. So. <laughs> right on the perfect yeah. timing, too, because then you were able to call in, and then we were able to pray. Right. So that, yeah. that was God right there. He set up. Uh, it Everything perfectly. Yes, he switched that right on time because a few weeks I've been, you know, back to where I'm getting off at 11 because I was working to 1 a.m. And then with all this stuff that I'm hearing, you know, with Prophet Randy now and, you know, what's going on. So I do get to at 11 start listening to, you know, what he's talking about, which I wasn't able to do before. So thank God for that. And right on time. Yeah, I was right on time the other night, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh my God, God, that was that was, was powerful. Right, yeah. so. Yeah, so, if you do want to reach too. out, just text and you know, just text and and um, so I know okay. it's you because because you know how I right. I don't I know, make, I'm I funny with too. numbers. I I do that as well. <laughs> I do that as well. All right, Lisa, good talking to you and thank um, you so much. Continue to worship and in warfare, <laughs> and we'll talk to you later. Okay, thank you. Bless you. Bless you. All right. Good night. Amen. God is good. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let's go to our next caller. Let's see. That's 251-229. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Yes, this is Sarah calling from Alabama. Hello. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm good, woman of God. How are you? I am fine. I'm just, you know, staying on track with God, you know, trying to just continue to move into place and position, being led by the Holy Spirit. That's what we got to do. We got to do that because we can end up in some places we don't want to be in if we don't. So let's let's pray for you, Sarah, and um, then we'll talk. Father God, we just thank you for Sarah. We thank you for, you know, all that you've done. And, you know, I just see like this white line, you know, and uh, I see you following the white line. You're following the straight and narrow, Sarah. And it's like I sense the Lord saying, don't get off track. Don't be, you know, distracted, you know, by what's going on around you and by what you might see along the way. But, you know, like, you know, in the Wizard of Oz, it's like, follow the yellow brick road. Well, God says, follow the white line, Sarah. Hallelujah. Stay on track. <laughs> focused on the things of God. And don't worry about what you can't see. Just worry about who's walking with you and just continue to walk with God because he's not going to lead you wrong. And um, it's, I, I just see you focused on the straight and the narrow. And that God is saying, don't be distracted, you know, uh, you know, how you can be doing something and something will pop up. Because I'm sorry, I'm that kind of person. And I'm working around here doing something at the house and, you know, just let something happen. I'm just going to throw me off track, you know. I'm gonna, And then I was like, no, what am I doing this? I got to finish this over here. 
But it's like God is just saying, stay focused on the straight and the narrow. Stay focused on the path that I've laid for you, and don't let stuff get in the way. Focus in on me, and he's going to take care of you and whatever is concerning you. So how are you tonight? I'm good. I'm good, woman of God. I really am. Um, Well, I just got off work uh, about, I want to say, oh, not just got off. Excuse me for saying that. Uh, I want to say, what yeah, is it's it already now? twelve forty-five our time, but you're in, you're probably in Central time, <laughs> aren't you? Yeah, I'm in Central time, so yeah, it's been. So, I couldn't believe yeah. it. I guess I just kind of got into the show, um, maybe about mm, an hour ago. So okay, took a little nap. I was kind of tired, but yeah, I'm I'm glad I, I was able so. to tune into the show. <laughs> yeah, well, praise God. Glad you were able to tune in. So, um, what's going on? I mean, got a prayer request you want to throw out at us? Well, um, yes, I have a prayer request. And um, basically, when you were talking about stay focused on the white mm-hmm. line, in other words, stay focused on the straight and narrow. Right. Um, mm-hmm. That's so prophetic because. I was at work, and then, you know, they were talking. I mean, my co-workers were talking about something, and I was almost easily led astray about, okay, the latest, but <laughs> that's not of me. You know, <laughs> you know, right. um, that's not of me. You know, it's kind of things you would talk about at work, and, okay, well, she's, this is what they're not doing. They favor so-and-so and this, you know, the whatever. Right. But you want to stay focused on what God will have you to stay focused on. And that's, right. yeah. that's him. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, because the enemy, he always tries to, you know, he's just a sneaky old dog, you know. He's always trying to um, get us off track. And, um, he, you know, he just, he just, like I said earlier, he watches us. He, you know, he strategizes against us. He plots against us, and uh, we just have to lean on the leading of the Holy Spirit to keep us focused on the straight and narrow. Because that old booger bear will have us off in all kinds of areas, you know, and have all kinds of stuff to get us off track with, you know. And um, yeah, mm-hmm. we just, you know, when God and I, I, you know, it's interesting that you say that happened tonight, you know, with you at work, that, you know, I just saw this path straight and narrow and it's like, you know, this is what you need to focus in on. Don't let it, for a minute there, I saw something like jumping out, like trying to get your attention. I saw something like jumping out, like, you know, you're walking somewhere and then something jumps out at you, you know, and um, tries to get your attention. I saw that and it was like, no, you just stay focused on what God has called you and put your hands to to do and don't get easily distracted, you know, because he wants to do that. And, you know, we miss, we lose ground, Sarah, when we do that, you know, because when we mm-hmm. lose, we lose the being, we lose being in sync with the Holy Spirit, you know, because the whole yeah. thing about us walking with God is to stay in sync with the movement of God. We've got to stay in sync right. with the movement of God. And, these Ooh. things come, and not that God won't re, reroute us and get us back on track, but we lose time 
you know, with the things that God is putting us our hands to because mm-hmm. we got because we got distracted, you know. But yeah, it's it's really important. I just feel that's important for you in this season because there's some things that God wants to do, and you know, distractions will kind of get you out of the way for what God is trying to you know do for you in this season. I just feel like it's very important because I just saw you know it was straight and it's like you got and your path is to walk that to walk that you know, one foot before the other to walk that thing out so that you can get on down the road to what God is calling you to spiritually, you know, just down the road, get you down the road to where he's calling you to because there's some things. You know, when God puts us on a path, there are things that he has for us along the way, and we don't want to miss mm-hmm. that. We don't want to miss it. We want to be able to access everything that he has for us in sync with the spirit, you know. So, yeah, that's that's very important. So that's cool that you kind of felt that had happened today. Well, you know, I usually I don't want to work on Sundays, but I kind of, you know, so that I can tune in to more what the Lord uh, has for me. I've already uh, tuned in with PGN, and I just don't want to. That's really like my it's not just Sundays, but it's every day that you want to right. tune into the power of the Holy Spirit, you know? And right. especially when you said, when you were prophetically speaking that, listen, you want to keep following the, following the road that the Lord has for you, which is a straight and narrow. And and like you said, the enemy could see, could see that. And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. say, I'm going to throw her off. I'm going to throw her yeah. off. Uh, a little bit. I'm gonna just play a trick or do whatever he has, you know, planned. Right. And so when the Lord, uh, he can see, you know, he his his whole motive is that hey, I can see what's going on, and I'm gonna throw whatever I can in the way. So yeah, I'm so right. glad that uh, I called, and I'm so glad that the Lord allowed me to hear prophetically what you had to say. I'm so glad because I could have been, I felt that tonight too. I actually felt wow. that. I felt something right here. Yeah. Something is going on here. And, um, you know, and I was getting ready to, I don't want to ever be a part of the latest of, you know, when you have things on the job and somebody's like, somebody's treating so-and-so like this. Well, I feel like this, you know, <laughs> you want right. to be able to say, hey, I'm staying out of that. I'm going to stay on the path yeah. of what the Lord wants me to right, stay right. out of that. You know? <laughs> you know, people try to pull you into all kinds of stuff and you end up trying to figure out how did you get over there, you know? <laughs> You'll be like, how did I manage to get entangled with this mess, you know? Uh, yeah, that, that old enemy's slick, you know. He knows what to do. He tries to always set a trap or something. But, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. thank God for you and be encouraged. And, you know, uh, it's just like I was saying when I first got on, it's good to have a, this PGN family. Because, you know, when you're out and about, you know, I, I go to, you know, I'm involved with a church and, you know, I'm, I see people that I know that walk with the Lord. But I'll be honest to tell you guys that I meet very few people like the ones that we connect with here on PGN. You know, we just, you know, we have that that connection, that understanding that we can share and, you know, it, it's a family, you know, and um it, it's it's different, 
and I appreciate that God connected me here that we would be a part of what God is doing through this 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 network and uh, it's just a blessing because I mean sometimes even with the regular church folks that I'm involved with some of the things I say they kind of look at me like you know where'd you get that from you know <laughs> but it's like I can always come home to TPG in and you can connect with what I'm saying because it's like I don't know what's going on in the body of Christ right now. There's so many people and things that are being watered down. And like I, like I mentioned, like when I was out pleading the blood, those people were looking at me like, who is, what is this woman? They actually asked me to leave, you know. So what I'm saying is like you're causing too much of a disturbance. What? Because I'm pleading the blood of Jesus against a demonic attack. Somebody just walked up and attacked somebody. You don't think that was a devil that just, I mean, just because this person didn't like that person sitting in that spot and they, they said that, and you think that's normal for somebody to just attack somebody instead of asking, can you slide down a little bit? They just walk up and attack them. You know, is that not like demonic? Yes. But, you know, mm-hmm. so just, you know, you know, it was just, I don't know. So I was like, I'm in a whole another realm, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Thank yeah. God for Jesus. <laughs> It's like people are just not, I mean, oh, my goodness. I felt that. (laughs) I felt what you were saying, hey, can I plead the blood of Jesus? Because I'm just, I mean, we're just kindly saying, hey, move over. I mean, you can kindly say that rather than just. Yeah, but they didn't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bruise up and scratch somebody's arm because their chair is in the spot you want to put your chair. That's like a devil. You know, how do you grab somebody and scratch them up over something like that? You're not even talking to them. I mean, you didn't even ask. You just you know, attack. It's like a spirit, you know. And, um, yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> you know, I knew it was like something rose up in me that let me know this isn't, but this isn't, isn't really the flesh that you're dealing with here. You're dealing with a spirit. You know, moment, I heard, yeah. Um, yeah, I heard somebody, um, powerful word today on somebody uh, um, was ministering on how people profit off, off of bondage. That just brought to my mind about when the damsel was following behind Paul and how they got mad with Paul and Silas and locked them up in prison because they, you know, uh, shut that down because you know hey that woman was she was prop she was causing profit to come to those who uh she was you know she was being used of the devil and they were profiting off of her and then they lock up paul you know because you know he came against that spirit and that's i can identify with that you know they would have want, they wanted to shut they were like shut up you don't you need to hush because i was it was almost like they were protecting that spirit you know and he, this guy was mentioning mm-hmm. how people profit, you know, off of, like they were profiting off of her, you know, and how pro- people profit off of other people's bondage. That's why they don't want them free because there's in, in, in some realm, in some way, many times, they profit off of that person being in bondage, you know. Bondage. I, I don't know. I, you know, it's like, it's crazy, but, you know, mm-hmm. anyway, but, 
they just really wanted me to shut up and let that girl just, like like that wasn't a devil. It wasn't calling her a devil, but that spirit that motivated her to come after somebody was a spirit of the devil. It just popped up out of nowhere. So, you know, I sometimes, you know, we just have to real, realize we're in this world, but we're not of this world, and we're not going to see world. things the way other people see things. We're going to see it for what what the spirit is behind that thing. And that's what I pray uh-huh. for all the time, that God will give me the discernment so I can see the spirit that's operating behind that thing, behind that individual, behind that situation. And the enemy doesn't like that because he doesn't like the cover off of him. See, this was more of a political thing because it actually brought, uh, uh, what do you call it? it? It revealed a spirit that's operating in this department that oversees those games, and they were trying to protect that thing because that, I don't know, it, it was really weird. It was like God was saying, they're trying to protect that spirit that rules in this particular department and they don't want you bringing light to this because the person who was actually attacking someone was one of the coach's daughters. So it was like they didn't want they didn't want me to have light shed on that because it would put a blemish on that department. So they wanted me to shut yeah. up. Yeah. They wanted me to shut mm. up, and I knew it was deeper than what I saw in the natural. This was a, this was spiritual because these yeah. people are involved with putting their hands on children and involving children. And if that spirit that feels like it, it, it has the right to just attack, you know, that thing is to transfer into these children. And then it's showing a light on this department that they don't want revealed. Like, she, she's going to bring light to what's going on over here. Shut her up. Shut her up. You know, it was just weird. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> she's she's exposing <laughs> the demons. Get her, get her out of here. She's exposing yeah. the demons. I was like, so it was it was it was far more than you know just some natural things. So anyway, I understood it. But anyway, Sarah, <laughs> that's that's your word. <laughs> I got you. I got you. You see, you're you're involved in the prophetic, and the Lord has a special anointing on you, as well as the as well as the uh, other prophets that's used here on PGN. And so when that happens, it's like, hey, I can see. You know, that's one of the spiritual gifts I can see as well as have the spirit of discernment. So when you're able to see and somebody's saying that, you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. They don't realize I'm able to see what's going on. (laughs) But, but, you know, some people choose not to see what's going on. They don't really think it's that serious because they really don't. I mean, there are some people, they want to walk around with blindfolds on. They're in the church, and they want their name written on, because, I mean, these were church people coming against me. Mm. <laughs> these were church goers, because I recognized a few of them from a ministry that I had been a part of, or not really a part of, but kind of is it, kind of large, and I recognized some of them. So when I, it, it, I'm not going to talk about it too much, but it's just that these are people who are sitting in the in the churches, they're church goers, and they're there for other reasons than what we're there for. 
they in this particular ministry, it has to do with, you know, being at the right church, you know, being associated with the right people, you know, and that's what it's about. It's not about going to church to be endowed with the spiritual knowledge of how we, you know, walk this life out, you know, warring against the, the, the spirit of darkness. That's not what they're there for. They're people that are just there because it, 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 it looks nice. Um, it's important that I be associated with this particular thing because it's going to help me with my business, you know, people in the community, because, you know, we're kind of small community. You know, they're going to know me. People know each other. Word spreads like wildfire around, around here. So they, they know that, you know, hey, if I'm associated with this, then, you know, it's going to let people know, you know, who I am, and they're going to come and participate. And it's an area where, you know, you scratch my back, we'll strut scratch yours, okay? So it's that kind of area. So it's very important that you, even if you may not be walking right, you better look like you are so that you can attract some people who probably aren't walking right either, but you know, it's just, that's just the way it is, you know. They don't want all this blood slinging stuff. They don't want any of that. We just want to be in the <laughs> connected to the <laughs> you it's like, we don't want that blood slinging stuff. We don't know please no blood, no rebuking the devil. We don't want none of that. Yeah, but we want our name on in the right roster on the In the right roster, roster. yeah. Yeah. So I know what you're saying like the, because I I that's I know what you're saying, but but when you're seeing the prophetic it's kind of a hard thing to do to tell me to sit down when I actually see yeah. what's going on. Right. Yeah. Because how are you going to pamper a, di- a, a spirit that just tried just attacked somebody else? Why don't you just carry that thing out the out the gate? You know, it was just weird. I, I just knew it was God. You know, letting me know, um, so I could see what was going on. You know, I could see what was going on. And I mean, when we're called to walk in that place, I mean, it can be a hard place sometimes. It can be a real hard place um, to walk because. There aren't going to be many people walking with you, you know. And Mm -hmm. I'm pretty used to it. I mean, I believe from my mother's womb, I was trained to be and prepared to be in the place that I am um, because I grew up as an only child, and I was not received even by my own (laughs) kin. You know, I was real late coming, so they didn't want me there. So, I mean, I grew up, you know, I, you know, I just grew up knowing I was different, and I grew up knowing how it felt to not be accepted because I was different, you know, even by my own siblings. So um, I'm very comfortable how I live my life. You know, I have friends and I have people that I deal with, but there are people that can deal with me and understand because we're on the same level. But then, you know, of course, the masses, which I'm not interested in anyway, um, they don't, you know, they don't gel with me. So, I mean, I'm perfectly okay. I live my whole life like this. So it's nothing for me to live like this. I mean, it doesn't bother me at all. And um, I, I rather enjoy it, <laughs> to be honest with you. I, I don't want all this other stuff going on. Like, right, you know, like, I don't think my whole weekend, I don't think the whole weekend, because the grandkids didn't come over this weekend. They'll probably be over next weekend. Television never came on in my house. It'll go weeks. I, I've never, I didn't even turn the TV on this weekend. It's me and God talking. Or I have worship on and, and I'm worshiping him. I, I don't, I, I just, 
I don't know, Sarah. I guess I'm just really different. I've lost interest. You know, I told the Lord the other day, I said, you know what? Very little that goes on which men are running after, people are running after, very little of that even interests me anymore. I have no interest in a lot. I mean, I took my grandkids, and I I regret taking them because I don't, you know, it was this Disney movie, and I'm not into a lot of this stuff that's on screen, but the grandbaby's mother had said, my grandbaby's mother had said something about she wanted to see the movie. So I took three of them. And I sat there in that movie, and they fell asleep, and I didn't try to wake them up too much. I mean, he woke up. But I'm sitting there in that movie, and I'm thinking, it's so amazing how the world runs after stuff like this. That is of little interest to me. I was completely bored, to be honest with you. I was completely bored to sit there in this movie theater. I mean, it is. I said, because the things of this world, they don't even interest me anymore. There's so many things in this world that the world is running after. Oh, we got to go see this place. Or we got to, you know, I, I like going out, enjoying, you know, a nice dinner and going places. And especially, you know, I'm, I'm, I like amusement parks and stuff like that. But, you know, a lot of this other stuff, you know, it's like the world is just, we got to have the latest this. Let me get that latest phone. Let me get this, you know, I'm talking to people on the phone. They buying $3,000 TVs. We got to have the latest fridge. It costs $5,000. We got to have the latest this. I'm thinking to myself, that stuff doesn't even interest me. I'm not interested mm. in chasing behind the things of this world and the technology that people are, I got to have that because that's the latest thing, you know. I could, it doesn't even interest me. I know. You know it's just, so I don't know. I'm just, you know what the word says? We're just like, you know, basically passing through. We're just like pilgrims, you know, just kind of passing through. That's exactly what I feel like. I'm just an alien here on this planet, and I'm just passing through. I, I do. I feel like I'm not my home. I'm going to try to be as comfortable, you know, as I can without going to the extremes while I'm here on Earth and try to enjoy the things. And there are some things I really want to enjoy before I leave this world. I want to travel around, and I want to just be able to see this country, you know, uh, get me a, I always, when I was younger, I always said I wanted to get me like a travel RV, and I wanted to travel across the country just seeing all the beautiful handiwork that our God has made here in the United States. I don't really have much interest in going abroad. I just want to see the handiwork in the land that he placed me in. You know, people are called over there. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'm not, I, don't, I don't believe I'm called to go there. But I am called, I be, I believe, to be here. And I do have a desire to do that. But, you know, a lot of other stuff, it's not of any interest to me, you know, uh, not at all. So I really do feel like I'm an alien just kind of passing through and uh, to do, and I'm on assignment to do what God has called me to do here. And I want to complete my assignment. And, um, you know, it's just amazing how people just get all caught up in stuff, you know, and that you can't take with you. It's not, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I don't know. I guess I've said enough. (laughs) Yeah, it's understandable. That's, you know, it's understandable because people, I mean, my aunt, she was like, I've enjoyed myself and I can't, you can't say I haven't enjoyed myself. I've been here and there and, you know, um, you know, and the islands and woo. 
You know, I don't mind traveling. I love traveling. I love traveling, but um, just, you know, I, I mean, I've been over to the different places outside of the country, but, I mean, it's not, and I, I mean, and I don't mind going, but, I mean, I just feel like I really want to, you know, see, I want to see our country, and I want to minister and, 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 you know, be a part of what God wants me to do here. But, um, you know, mm-hmm. my biggest thing is just like people having, you know, they're obsessed with just the latest and the greatest and the fastest mm-hmm. and the, um, I'm not, you know, that's, I'm not interested in that. Give me something nice and comfortable and I can enjoy life and have my peace. Cause I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's not that I don't like nice things. I do like nice things. But nice things, I'm not, you know, I don't have, I'm not going to, as I heard people say today, I was reading something online, people literally selling their soul to have things, you know. I'm not, that's crazy. Crazy. You know? Crazy. Absolutely crazy. How do you sell your soul? Mm -hmm. You know, I was, I don't know, that's crazy. But I've seen, and and I, I was reading something earlier about, certain people in entertainment uh, field that, you know, people have heard them, you know, make statements about, you know, their pact with the devil and how they sold their soul. And I'm thinking, for what? For what? what? Of course, you know, you're not going to be here for the rest of your life. You know, you're not, you're going to die one day and you sold your soul to the devil so that you can have a Grammy award winning uh, song, mm. you know, or you know, it's just crazy. I That's mean, what stuff I was reading. Of course, I don't know if it's true or not. I've heard some stuff about certain entertainers, you know, that have, you know, blatantly said stuff that makes you realize they're they've got some connection with the dark side. But just to think, you for what? I, I don't for know. what? It's just crazy. Uh, yeah, this for what? Is temporary. This right. is temporary. This is not temporary. forever. <laughs> it's a joke. I don't know. I mean, it's just temporary. Well, it's it's like just, the devil you, told them a lie and they bought it. <laughs> they became yeah. they became exactly what they did. They became a sellout. It's a sellout. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that just that I was quite a few. I just said I don't want to read anymore. I pulled something up on the internet before I got on, and I was going through it, and it was bunches of them, and I was like, I don't want to read this anymore. You know, this is just ridiculous. You know, I don't know. I just don't know how people. I mean, you know, I don't for fame and fortune. Okay, so you got a billion dollars. Can you spend it all? Even you find that people that have all that money. You know, and I'm not against money. Believe me. Hey, guys, I'm not against money. Don't put that out. But the thing of it is just the thing that somebody would have wants all of the I want to be, you know, have this. And, well, if I'm not going to use it for the kingdom of God to bring souls into the kingdom or to build the things that God wants me, I don't want it. I want, you know, mm-hmm. I believe God can do things for me and have me live very nicely and I'll be very satisfied with, you know, just living nice, you know, and, and having my needs and some of the wants. I'm fine with that. But to think you have excess, excess of all of this stuff that you can never, ever, ever use, and you ain't really helping too many people with it. You may you help some, but you're doing it for your own glory. 
You're not doing it for the glory of God. You're doing it for your own glory. And I'm thinking people are so deceived. You know, there's so much deception in this world that is so sad that people don't even understand there's a real hell, you know? Mm-hmm. And there's a devil. Yeah. And and I, I maybe they think it was a joke or something to make a pact with the devil that I will, you know, you give me this and I'll give you my soul. I mean, what's going on here? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how people get that far off base. Yeah. Like but I was telling are, my daughter. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. No, no, no. Uh-huh. Um, like I was, like I was mentioning, it's kind of. You know, ironic that you brought that up. I was talking to my daughter tonight, and she said somebody wanted a mommy package or something crazy. And I said, what? They wanted a what? <laughs> something something about, you know, selling the soul or whatever. The end, the end to the end, the ring, I guess the essence of it all, you had to sell. They sold their soul, whoever it was, you know. Oh, and wow. I said, what? I said, sweetie, do you know that in the end they become a sellout? You know, you sell to become a sellout because, in other words, this well, this is temporary. And if that person has a wreck today or tomorrow, where the, all of that is just in vain. None of that you can take with you. It is temporary. It's, a, it's short-lived, you know, and there is a hell. And you don't want to burn there. It is, oh, my goodness. Well, I've heard people actually joke about it and say, you know, they're going to go to hell and party with all their friends. So why do they need to even be concerned because all their friends are going to be there? I'm like, for real? I mean, for for real? You think you're going to party in hell? (laughs) I mean, if you actually Mm -hmm. think there is a hell, so you think that there's going to be a party going on? No, we go into the party. The one who's gonna be invited to the to the lamb to the supper of the lamb. We 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 we're gonna be at the the that. I, it's just so amazing how the enemy can trick people and hoodwink people people out of their destiny. You know, mm. it's sad. It's so sad. It's sad, and it's becoming more and more you know, pronounced, it's becoming more and more accepted. You know, people are, 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 you know, they're, they're mocking. Like I put a statement about on Facebook when that whole incident happened with the girl attacking, I put on there about, um, you know, I saw people today who did not walk in their authority in Christ. Well, somebody put a laughing face on my post. And it was a person that I recognized as being some leader in a church that I used to attend. Mm-hmm. So you're going to mock? So I put on there, and so after I saw the laughing face and they saw I saw it, they deleted the friendship. And I said, right after they put the laughing face about me talking about walking in the authority, I said, you know, you've just basically been light against dark, um, darkness against the light of God by mocking the blood of Jesus. You've identified yourself. You're going to mock mm-hmm. something that talks about walking in authority and power with the blood? You're going to put a laughing face like that's a joke? 
It was amazing. Nine hours. You know? That is it's not a joke. It's not a joke. And what's so sad about it, they thought since they deleted the friendship, they thought the laughing face I made, they must have thought it disappeared. Because now everybody will see who really walks with God will understand this person thinks the blood of Jesus and authority is a joke. <laughs> so that just exposed so them. Like, so that's right. It exposed them. I thought he, they would have had sense enough to this delete the mocking face or laughing face. And they deleted the friendship, maybe thinking the laughing face was going to disappear too. It didn't. You can still see who put the laughing face about what I said about walking in the authority of Jesus. And when you go to the person's page, you will see them talking about, you know, they're uh, talking to somebody about God. But then you're going to mock God when we speak about the blood of Jesus? Mm. Amazing how people can be so ignorant. You know, it's just amazing how the enemy will make you look like a fool and he'll stand out on the sidelines and laugh at you after he's used you to look like an idiot. Yeah, they're exposed now, so they have to take they're it exposed, off. And, because they're exposed. They're exposed. <laughs> mm. Amazing. Yeah, I actually mentioned the name to somebody. I said, they put a a laughing face on my post when I talked about walking in the authority of God, of Christ. And they mocked it and laughed. And then they, and you go to their page, you got a big old cross on it, you know. How are you going to mock the things of God? I mean, who are you? Who are you? It's sad. And that's what we're, that, that's where we are. That's, that's where we are. You've got people who are sitting up. It's just like, and I, I felt even then, Sarah, I felt I had an empathy and an under, deeper understanding of what Jesus went through when he walked this earth and he went mm-hmm. doing his father's business and they mocked him and they said he was of the devil. No wonder he on yeah. the cross, he said, forgive them because they don't even know what they're doing. So I had an understanding mm. how Jesus would have felt when he was out there doing the Father's will, and they came against him. Yeah, and they and these were the religious people. These were the Pharisees who, you know, walked around with their religious garb. You know, these were the people who set up, like we say, sit up in the church. And they, it was amazing. It's amazing. There was a religious folk. That came against mm-hmm. the, the in the masses, who really set the the thing rolling so that he could be crucified. It was the Pharisees. Mm-hmm. Who's coming against me about pleading the blood of Jesus? It's the church folk, the ones in position and entitled that are having little shows on their page interviewing people about Jesus. But then you're gonna mock the blood of Jesus. That is, that is, uh, I, I can't believe that. Isn't that something? I got proof. I've had that happen to me before. 
I've had that happen to me before in a church, and she called me back because she knew the incident was wrong, and mm-hmm. the, the wife actually, and she called me back, and she said, well, I want to invite you out because pastor is having the appreciation, not that, you know, and I said, okay, well, tell him congratulations. And, you know, mm-hmm. and, I, and I got off the phone because she said, I just want to invite you out. But, but but it was an incident that, I mean, you know, that happened, and I just, my spirit did not agree with it. And so, right. um, you know, I don't know. I People do things now, and I hate to say this, but for names. Um, right, of course. Yeah, to come out for a name, and <laughs> I'm so-and-so, and I'm this and that. And that's what it's about. That's I hate this. <laughs> there are a lot. Of course, there are people who are strong believers and walking with God who are, you know, a part of it. But what I'm saying is that we can't be fooled by someone's title, nor can we be fooled by even what they say. It's their actions that will speak mm-hmm. louder than anything that comes out of their mouth. You know, we're supposed to be doers of the word. Not hearers only, but doers of the word. So, you know, anyway, so much for that. <laughs> but, yeah, that was just, um, you know, it was just really weird, you know, to see it just so in my face, you know. Um, but, anyway, I am a little radical as it is. So, you know, when you're believing, you know, of course I live in an area where there's there's a huge organization that does not believe in speaking in tongues. So, any and any of and most of the churches around here that do are of smaller numbers, so we're outnumbered. So we're really the fanatics in the area. <laughs> we're the we're the fanatics in the area because the main money and the main people that run the town and the city and the county, they're all the non-tongue speaking people. So people like us, we're the fanatics. You know, we're the crazy one, you know. So, anyway, that's mm-hmm. kind of weird. Mm-hmm. And in small towns, it's like that, especially because you don't have a whole lot of non-denominational churches that encourage that. And then, you know, you've got the two main ones, and then you've got the Pentecostals. And so, you know, we're the crazy ones. So, <laughs> those other folks are saying, <laughs> those other folks are saying we're the crazy ones. So, you know, yeah, and in a small area, it's very pronounced, so, you, you know. There's a great division, great division. So anyway, I'm one of them crazy ones. So okay, it's okay. Uh-huh. I've been called a lot of. Things, you're you're so. you're not crazy. You're just walking in the way of the word and of the Lord. And when He puts and, the and, special giftings in you, and that right. you can. But see. they don't believe in that. Yeah. Well, they and, and don't oh. dare. Don't you dare mention the word prophetic. They're really crazy. I mean, when I mention the word prophetic or anything, they look at me like, what? She, you, what? What is that? You know, and, and the prophetic, they're like, ooh, that sounds like some sort of disease. <laughs> oh, wow. That's crazy. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, now, God prepared crazy. me, like I said, from the womb to, to walk in a place that I'm at because I'm I'm used to being ostracized, so I mean, this is nothing new. I find it pretty funny. So um, it's amazing, especially moving from a larger area to a small town. 
like there's a great division in, you know, you're either Baptist or, you know, you know, Methodists are here, but them Pentecostal people, man, you better stay away from them. Them people that speak in tongues, boy, and then they're going to talk about the prophets and the prophetic. And woo, they way out there. They crazy, you know. It's like, ooh. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I went to a, uh, <laughs> I went to a prayer meeting. When I first, you know, when we first moved over here, they invite me invited me to a particular church and they had a prayer meeting and anyway he went to talking about speaking in tongues and how you can't do it unless anyway, I don't wanna go there. I just No, we won't go yeah, I, I can imagine I can imagine what you heard. So I probably heard it myself. But anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, Sarah, was there anything else you wanted any prayer for or anything? Yeah, I just wanted to pray that uh, God keeps me uh, walking with him, you know, that I may not get Mm -hmm. sidetracked because that was about to happen, what you just, the Lord gave your prophetic eyes and giftings to see. Uh, That was about to happen. They were talking about, you know, uh, well, you know who's the favorite and this and that. And and I was like, let me go because the enemy... (laughs) You know, may try to get people like kind of into their group, you know, like a grooving thing as far as who favors who and management and this and that, and you know how that right. goes on with the lingo. Yeah. So, just... all right, well, Father, you heard her request, so we just speak over that, and we, because not only does it happen, Sarah, in the business world, it happens among the people of God. Because I had been in a position where, you know, I felt like, you know, there are just certain things we just don't need to be talking about in in the body of Christ, you know, because I'm not mm-hmm. trying to bring a curse on me. I'm not trying to stop God from doing what he needs to do for me <clears throat> by opening my mouth about things I have no business discussing. So, yeah. So, Lord, we just thank you for all of us for you, for me, for the body here listening on PGN. We thank you for keeping us focused on you, God, and anything Mm -hmm. that's operating contrary to what you want us to do and where you want us to walk. We come against that and we plead the blood and we draw the line. And, Lord, give us discernment and a sensitivity that if, if we sense that it's about to go on, we just move out of the way, you know, and you will move us out of the way. So we thank you for that because we know there is a blessing associated with obedience and walking this word, this way, the way you want us to walk, to walk this thing out the way you want us to walk it out. We know there's a blessing attached to that. And I don't want to miss, and Sarah doesn't want to miss, and we don't want to miss what God has for us by walking contrary to the way you're leading us. So thank you, Lord, for your protection. Thank you for giving us wisdom, giving us discernment so that we can quickly get out of the way of whatever the enemy has plotted to try to draw us in. And we thank you for that, that discerning spirit, that discernment to know what spirit we're dealing with in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. 
that was beautiful Amen. and wonderful because all of us need to be covered by the Lord. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we can't can't, you know, that's how we gain our protection. That's how we keep our protection by staying you know, under his wing, under under his covering. That's how we stay protected. All mm-hmm. right, well, Sarah, you enjoy your week, and um, we just mm-hmm. pray that, you know, God, you know, speaks to you and keeps you right on the straight and narrow. In Jesus' name. Exactly. Hey. Amen. <laughs> All right. In Jesus' well, name. Awesome talking to you. Yes, awesome talking to you. Thank you. And um, look forward to talking to you again, and you just have a blessed week. Oh, you too, and thanks for sharing everything, and may the Lord keep you covered, and thanks for praying for everybody. All right. As well God as bless myself. There. We'll, yes, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you. Have a blessed All week. Right. You too. Okay. All right, guys, is there anyone else, or I'm getting off, if you do want Anything, any prayer, just raise your hand. All right. Well, it looks like we are done for the night. I want to thank God for having you all on to be a part of what he did tonight because I just was an instrument to be used, and I thank God that I was. looks like a hand went up. Let's see. 908-305, who am I speaking with, and where are you calling from? This is Carol from New Jersey. Hi, Angela Joy. I'm enjoying the show tonight. Awesome, awesome. Hi, Carol. How are you? Um, I have to say that um, I'm doing pretty well. Thank you. And um, thank you for your you know, your prayers. I appreciate it. And, um, Amen. Well, happy to be a part of, you know, what God has orchestrated and set up. It's very important. You know that we be a part of what God is 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 setting up for us, and so Lord, we just thank you for Carol tonight. We thank you for the part she plays uh, in the the whole scheme of things. Hallelujah! That you've got things assigned and people assigned for her, and Lord, let her just uh, continue to just have a peace of knowing that as long as she is um, connected. To you and connected to the assignment that you've given her, um, she's going to be fine. You know, I don't know what I'm seeing, Carol. I just see like a, a, a like a book maybe you've been looking at or reading, or I don't know if it's the Word of God, but it's it, it's some connection with this book that God is speaking to you. Uh, maybe it is the Word, and that to continue to delve into it, to to search it. To um, to study, to show thyself approved, and that you know with this, you know God is, is endowing you with uh, with learning and uh, equipping you for uh, with knowledge to handle whatever you know comes your way. It this I just see this book, and I'm, you know I'm thinking maybe it is the Bible, it's the Word of God, open, and that you are to delve into it. And to take it for what it is, and um, gain knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, 
and remain in that word. Remain, remain, remain in the word. And so, God, we thank you for that. We thank you, Lord, that she will remain in your word and that she will continue with the word, which is you. You're the Jesus, you're the living word. And, Lord, we thank you that she will be sensitive to how you will speak to her, how you will instruct her, and how you will direct her and show her these awesome, 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 wonderful things in your word. And we give you glory in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. This week I went on a job interview. Um, I just Mm-hmm. And I finally found a Christian counseling center, and we talked about Jesus. And, uh, wow. So the, the lady I met, um, I've been praying for that for a while, and I met her, and she loves the Lord and Jesus. And I and I went on the interview, and it really went well. And the lady said, I go on vacation. She's going to get back to me. But it seems to have gone really well to do Christian counseling in a Christian counseling place. And a lady really loves Jesus. And I'm like, I've been waiting for this forever. And um, the door opens. But as you, as people were talking about that, I didn't like I heard the show. Um, for me, I will not absolutely refuse to do counseling, even though I'm licensed social work and I need to get my license. I, I am a, I'm a counselor and have a license in social work. I refuse to work in a place where I can't talk about Jesus. And that's exactly what right. the lady that was going to, hopefully she'll hire me. She said the same thing. She wanted to be able to have people talk about Jesus. And I said, I am not going to do counseling to a if I cannot be able to tell people about Jesus. He's the answer. Right. Things are important. So I just have to right. let you know that that was an answer to prayer. But I didn't get hired yet. But it would be for like, mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. For uh, we'll, we'll see. The lady has to make that decision. But even so, I was so happy to walk into a place like that, just, you know, in New Jersey. Awesome. That was like, Lord awesome. Jesus. Open the door, but I said my my thing whether I get the job or not get the job, it's all about Jesus. It's got to be all about Jesus. And um, Amen. second thing is that I got to tell you about my miracle story too. That um, going for that job, it was so I felt such an oppression uh, going for that mm. job. It was it was uh, yeah because it was going to be helping people in the things of Jesus, <laughs> you know, um, setting people free that are. Um, broken through anxiety and things like that. Right. Relationships. And I definitely was, it was definitely oppression from Satan, for sure. I was, like, so stressed out. <laughs> and um, to make wow. a long story short, the Lord spared my life and the Lord joy. Um, all I know, I went to, mm. to get my hair cut and I, you know, for this interview, and I stopped at the parking lot. Before I get into the parking lot, this is this is the Lord. This is for people listening. This is the Lord. I stopped in the parking lot. Before I got into the parking lot, I got off a highway, and I started hearing, like, with the car. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I got the car. Was My car was making all these crazy noises, and I'm, like, thinking, I'm getting my hair cut. I need to go to this interview the next day. I'm thinking, oh, boy. So what happened was I stopped the car and had my car towed over to, um, you know, to the towing station. I wasn't going to drive the car, even though one of my friends who was a mechanic said, don't worry about it. Drive the car. Not a problem. It's probably to break. You're going to be all right. Drive home. You'll be okay after the appointment. 
and to make a long story short, that car, my car was towed over to the, um, the you know, the, 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 uh, the gas station or the um, mechanic, and the mechanic said this. He said, you know, all your brakes went. You had no brakes in the back. Oh, my God. And you had, in the front of your car, you had, like, there's, I guess there's four brakes. The ones in the back were totally gone. And the front oh. brakes, um, only, like, they have the two in the front. And he said, one of them was completely shot. And the other one, he said, if you would have drove it, he said, there's, like, a little pin that keeps the, um, I don't know what he explained it, the brakes from, losing complete control he said if you would have drove your car he said your car would have you would have absolutely no brakes your emergency brakes wouldn't work and he said you wouldn't have absolutely oh no way to stop your car and i would have drove into a highway which i would have had you know if oh I, was on a dirt road, I would have had to go into a highway which is 40 or 50 miles an hour and i said he said, you know what? He said, you could have gotten into a major accident and you would never been able to stop your car. And I'm like, oh, thank you, sweet Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So we have wow. a God, Angela yes. Joy. We have a God. All I could say is whether I get that job or not, thank you, Jesus, for sparing our lives. Jesus. Jesus. Now, it makes me more. Now, this is my testimony even more about our wonderful Lord who watches over us. He's a beautiful God. And you know, no matter what we go go through, he's there. So it only heightened my faith in him. So I'm like, Lord Jesus, whatever you do, it, you're you're the coolest. You're the best. God's the best. Jesus is wonderful. So right. you know, just Jesus, keep the faith. I thought I would yeah. share that miracle enemy, story. Yeah, what the enemy meant for evil, you know, God works it out for your good. And in and, and, and the good of it, you recognize God. And, and he got all the glory, the honor, and the praise. So the devil got nothing. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. You know, you well, I figured I would to... share that. That's a, God is good. That's so awesome. I, I just know he's a wonderful yes. God. So, you know, we got to keep the faith. And I was so bummed out. I'm like, Lord, when am I going to get this job? And I said, and then I said, Lord, whether I get it or I don't, it's all about you. It's got to be about him. And, um, Amen. and also, whatever, who was ever talking about the music industry, I have a friend of mine, of course, um, uh, two things. My friend, John, who who we sing together, this professional singer who's teaching me singing for free. I, I, I don't know if I told you that, but anyways, he, I was saying, what I want to, I sing, and he is teaching me for free. He said the Lord had mentioned that to him to do that for me. We were at a, um, a, a church event, and he he's doing that for free for me. God bless him. And he said, the music industry, because he's been in the music industry, I haven't. He said, it's so corrupt. The Christian music is so corrupt. That's what he said. He said, oh, wow. I can't take it. So this is mm. from a person that was singing. And he said, I absolutely refuse. He said, people wanted him to sing because he sings professionally. They wanted him to sing and with music. He said, I absolutely refuse to. He said, because it's just all the things that he's seen with Christian music and so forth. And he and I both agree that we are not going to sing unless it's all about Jesus. Period. That's it. That's the end of it. So wherever, whatever God yeah. does with that is fine with me because I am singing for Jesus and that is it. Period. It's got to be about Jesus. But it is quite quite corrupt as he said it's it she said you wouldn't believe it he said unbelievable i said well i said we're going to go against the grain and be the people that are going to sing when we sing for jesus for the right reasons that's what i'm not singing right 
Right, and so I have, you know, back in confirmation the day. about that. Yeah, well, I Go remember ahead. years ago, years ago, I uh, was um, in a church that um, he, uh, they had invited or, well, I think they started going to the church, and this guy had been with a pretty well-known um, gospel group for a number of years, and then they broke uh, broke off, and the singers in the group, a few of them, and one in particular, became pretty, he's pretty well-known. And actually, the person who is pretty well-known, because uh, if I mention his name, I mean, people, I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's awesome. I mean, he's, everybody knows him. So anyway, it's his cousin that used to go to a church with us, and when this guy was a part of the group and, you know, when they broke off, he did a few things and then his cousin, you know, pretty well known. So very well known anyway. So he was telling me and my then husband that, you know, he and his wife refused. They used to be invited to like, um, like uh, worship workshops. And he would tell, he was telling us all of the terrible things that went on at these worship workshops that were, I mean, he said, I mean, I'm just going to be up front. This guy said that he he and his wife, when he would take his wife, he said they just decided they weren't going to go anymore because what was going on was despicable. I mean, there were people sleeping around with each other from room to room, men and men. Mm-hmm. Um, at times, um, and these, and he said, if you, if I were to mention some of these gospel groups, you would know exactly who they are. And he said, he said, I just refuse to um, even go anymore. He says because they, it, 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 he said it was like soldering a more at some of these worship workshops with some of these people who were singing gospel music, and when they would go away, they would just, it, he said it was horrible. So. They just decided to just not be a part of it anymore. So I'm not surprised, you know, like what you said, because I've heard, and that was years and years ago, probably at least 15, maybe plus years ago, you know, um, that this guy said, you know, he's a, he's a, I don't know if he still does music, but he might, if he's not doing it directly, he's probably working with somebody behind the scenes. But he actually broke off and was a pretty pretty known, but his cousin is very well known. And um, he just said, no. He said, you'd be shocked at what is going on behind the scenes at these music workshops that they have in conferences. I thought, oh, my Lord, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, well, I guess we end, end times, and it's uh, repentance. The church needs to repent to revive. We need a revival, and, you know, the I'm, I'm sure not all, believe me, not all the music part is that way. Absolutely not. But for the ones right. that are, you know, God has to cleanse their heart because God does heal the heart. He's the brokenhearted. So, you know, but repentance to revival and, you know, and I don't want to judge people and the Lord's like, don't judge them. We need, we need to love them and let the Lord judge them. However, I do pray to the Lord. I don't want to be part of that. I just want to serve Jesus. That's it. Period. He's the yep. answer. He's the you know. And I'm per. I'm not perfect. I have my. Who's perfect? But my point is that 
uh, after that happened to me, I'm like, Lord Jesus, I was so discouraged. I'm like, Lord, when is this job going to come? I'm waiting forever. And he's, I said, all right, Lord, whatever you want me to do. I was like, I just want to surrender to you. There's times I just didn't want to surrender. So I was like, okay, whatever you want me to do, I'm just hanging in tight with you. I'm, I'm not perfect. I got my own faults. God works with me every day. I'm God's mess, but God heals my heart, you know, the broken heart. Right. I just want to do the right thing for Jesus. But anyway, that's what we were talking about a book. And, um, you know, I, I really like one of my uh, Christian brothers said, read the word, pray, read the word, read the word, pray more. Um, and anoint your head with oil. That's what he was saying. And also to pray, read the word, and, and pray and fast. So I said, okay, Lord. So I'm just in the process of doing that. And Amen. and also you mentioned something. And you mentioned something about a book, but I do I do absolutely the word of God. But I do absolutely have a book that I have written that is collecting dust. And the Lord's like, I want you to get that book out. So he told me so. Um, mm. It's been a while, so um, after, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, so well, but he, but it's well. been collecting dust. It's been collecting dust, and the Lord's like, when are you going to get that out? When are you preoccupied with all the things of this world? And the Lord's like, you, you need, you need to do that. The Lord's like, okay, Father, and I says to Jesus to, to help me to promote that book. Um, I don't know how He's going to do it, how He will, but I, I. I that's what I'm going to be doing uh, as far as I know. I'm push reading the word of God, too. Um, so, yeah, Amen. God is great, and he'll, he'll make a way. But thank well, you we'll be and... believing. Yeah, we'll be believing for that job. And uh, I was going to say to you, I have a friend um, that, you know, she leads a prayer network, and um, she got her degree in Christian counseling. And, <clears throat> excuse me, what she did was after she got her degree, she was already working with a Christian counseling center before she got her degree, and then they closed down. And then she approached one of the larger ministries in the area and asked if she could, you know, set up an office. Now, she's not, like, connected per se directly to the ministry, but people who go to the ministry, which is fairly large ministry, they know she does Christian counseling. So what the church did was they allowed her to rent an office or space at the church, because it's a large church, and she does mm-hmm. her Christian counseling directly there. And then, of course, it helps her because members of that particular church, which is probably the largest church in the town, they all know she mm-hmm. does that. And so they, they they are involved with, you know, directing people her way and, um, you know, their families and whatever they need counseling. So, yeah, she set up her own Christian counseling office in, you know, and got an office at a local church and does it there. So, I, I mean, you know, if by chance you ever decide that, you know, maybe God might want you to just kind of have something on your own. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess with my I'm in New Jersey and I have to get certain hours of an LSW. I have to get my LCSW, so I have to work under people for a while to get that, but mm-hmm. the place that I'm at, the place I am, that they want to hire, hire me, I'm hoping that they will. Um, they have an office, and they just started it about a year and a half ago, and they're looking for people to kind of pull in people for Christian counseling. So I do That's need awesome. some hours, but I'm working with my board, the Board of New Jersey Social Workers. So just pray that if that's what God wants, um, you know, Right. I definitely, you know, that's my that's my field of social work, but music too. So, 
and the book and all right. these creative things. As the Lord wants, I, I need to get something. <laughs> I was like, okay, Lord, help me. But I have to be patient and grateful for the people that are helping me right now. Of course, the Lord. Um, so awesome, it's something awesome. in easy journey. It's not, right? Sometimes no, go, no. Not always easy. But, no, uh, you know, we've been talking for a while now. And, and you know, but I like I said the last time, and it's still what I'm sensing, there's just a peace on you that wasn't there before. So it, I believe as I was talking to one of the other uh, people that called in tonight about how when we are not anxious, you know, that in the, we walk in the peace of God, how it will begin to draw things to you, to us. So, yeah, when we are not anxious and I don't, you know, I don't see you like you used to be, uh, you know, with being anxious. It's more like you're resting in God and uh, just, trusting him and expecting him to, you know, just put everything in place. That's awesome. Yes. And the doors are opening, but it wasn't before then because the Lord's like, sometimes he won't move us forward because we're just too, like, why, when is this going to happen? And, and just on right. top of the fact that sometimes when we're ready to do the things of the Lord, we have to expect Satan to attack us, to discourage us from going into the calling of our life. He just does that stuff. And if we're not aware of it, he can really bring us on another road, um, Satan will, but we, we have the Lord. So we have to be aware of that. And many people don't even know that they're being deceived by Satan. They just don't, you know, they just don't know. No, All no about you're Jesus. right. All yeah. about Jesus. But thank you. All right. Well, Caroline, I'm glad you were encouraged in. We look forward to hearing what else God's going to work out for you and um, waiting, you know, wanting you to share, encourage you. Because it it does encourage, you know, other people. You know, we're all going through all different things. And when we can hear how God moved in one situation, we are confident that he's going to move in ours. And thank you for sharing. All right. Is there anything else? No, I just wanted to thank you for, um, you know, just continue to for my family and friends. I also, um, there's some people I still need to forgive and the Lord, and I've been doing that, so it's been opening doors. Um, also, I just want to thank you for, you know, for your needs too, that God will continue to bless PPN and, and yourself and, and this whole ministry and that um, the Lord Jesus will be glorified, you know, and thank you for your life and I really enjoy your show and um Thank God continue oh, to bless you. Watch as we do. I thank you oh, so much for that you do. You're a blessing. Thank right. you. Thank you, and enjoy your week. Can't wait to hear what God's up to. And Amen. Cheer it, Carol. Thank you. All right, so much. enjoy. Have a great you. week. All right. You too, Good night. Bye. Bye. Amen. God is good. God is good. God is good. All right, Pete. It is 1.52 a.m. The line's going to shut down in just a bit altogether. I want to thank you all for being uh, part of what God has done tonight. He's such an awesome God. He's such a wonderful God, and I'm so happy to be a part of the family of God. And I'm glad you're a part of the family of God, too. We can share this thing together. We can encourage each other, we can, you know, just be a part of the the miracles and the blessings that God is bringing forth in 
in our lives and share in the excitement of just loving Jesus. So anyway, we are heading out of here. I don't see anybody with their hand up anymore. So you all be blessed and enjoy your week, and uh, we look forward to um, what God's going to do this week. We lift up Prophet Randy and that situation. I just want to say a prayer, Father. We thank you for Prophet Randy. We thank you for the things that you're doing in and through him, and we just speak and plead the blood of Jesus over him and his wife, Julie. Lord, as she is uh, walking through this this thing and uh, with cancer, and we just thank you, God, that you are faithful, God, and we lift them up to you tonight, and we thank you, Lord, for allowing them to be such a blessing and what they've been doing with and through PGN. Thank you, Lord, for all the ministers that come on. And we thank you that, you know, we are here together as a family. And that makes this journey a much better journey, just to have you leading us and us walking as brothers and sisters in Christ. I want to give you glory and honor for that. And I want to say good night to you all. Have a wonderful week. We look forward to talking to you to you later. And uh, thank you for being a part of what God is doing with PGN. Good night.